Hello, losers. Oh, hey. <laughs> Hi. Hello. Welcome back to the Horror Tap podcast. I was about to say I'm Lee, but I'm not. I'm Finn. <laughs> There's enough, Lee. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in a moment there. Brain fog. I am Finn. That is Lee. That is Mr. Smith. Here we go. Before we start, the last episode, right? Mm. I didn't realise this till the day after. No, when I uploaded it. Yeah. It's called The Thing versus the Alien. Sorry, The Thing versus, versus the Fly. fly yeah. I'm not doing well. The Thing versus the Fly. <laughs> we never actually kind of picked like a winner. Oh, did we not? No. Like, it was very late. Yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah. <laughs> we just kind of went, okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. Ta ta. <laughs> So, all right, are we going to? Yeah, well, I mean, do you, can you? Uh, I know which one I'd watch again more, but again, they're kind of different enough in themselves, it's almost an unfair comparison, like. Yeah, I, hmm. I mean, the originals, I think we kind of agreed The Fly was better. Hmm. Yeah. The remakes, I think The Thing is the better film. Yes, yeah, I'd go for that. I prefer the thing. Yeah, there we go. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorted. Question. Mystery solved. We sleep better tonight now. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's just one of those like that was today's show. Thanks for everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we put out bonus. <laughs> thing versus the fly part long. two. <laughs> <laughs> one minute and fifteen seconds. <laughs> right. Uh, this is kind of our Halloween episode because we're not. We're not recording on Halloween. <laughs> Busy. Yeah, I can do someone else. Um, but there is last year's Halloween episode, mm. which was all a Halloween watch list, which you can go check out on whatever piece of shit you listen to the podcast on. Yeah, there's some great things on there, and then there's the ten random ones we found on Amazon Prime afterwards that absolutely nobody should watch ever. Do you remember any of the titles of them? Because I remember laughing a lot. Um, I think my favourite one was O Zombie. Which is after Osama bin Laden has been found, killed, and buried at sea, he's back as a zombie. Well, that sounds amazing. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd watch it. But I watch is this on Amazon Prime? It's on. Uh, I think it was. It was. Like, yeah. <laughs> Whether it still is, I don't know. I can't imagine it getting many hits. <laughs> no. But anyway, yeah, so uh, we won't be back for Halloween, so happy Halloween. Okay. <laughs> So on to this week. Oh, no, I haven't got any news. Uh, another Texas Chainsaw remake coming next year. I think that was the only thing. That's the only thing I saw. Yeah. I don't mm. think any of us particularly... No. Well, I've watched the <laughs> original. Sort of faces around I've, I've watched the original. I've watched the sequel. And went, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand why they would want to remake it. What, another one? You're yeah. joking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the poster looks good. I'll give them that. Mm. Yeah. It does. Yeah. It was a well-designed poster. Yeah, other than that, no. Anyway, that was the news. <laughs> On to today's episode, and we're doing another kind of two old-ass films that were remade. Mm. Both are remakes came out in 99, actually. Yeah. So, this started because I, when The Haunting of Hill House came out on Netflix a couple of years ago, mm. I kept getting confused and calling it House on Haunted Hill. Mm. Right. And that's why we're doing those two films. <laughs> so basically, apparently there was uh, there was some confusion with because the remakes both came out in 1999. Yes, they were going to be House on Haunted. Uh, no, uh, yeah, here we go. <laughs> I've got it already. Uh, yeah, the House on Haunted Hill was just going to be called The Haunted, I think. Y- yeah, or something, and they because the haunting was coming out at the same time. And it was like, no. Nah. 
<laughs> yeah, there was confusion and titles were changed as well. Yeah. Even back in the 60s version. Oh, really? And for the remake. And yeah, so it's a bit confusing. <laughs> so we're not the only ones to get them mixed up. Uh, but I'm sure we will a lot throughout this episode. Because <laughs> they've all melded into one now. Yeah, basically it's <laughs> houses, hills and hauntings. Just all... I see, the film just called the title there, haven't you, for this Houses, movie? Hills and Hauntings. hauntings yeah. yeah, basically, yeah. So we... Derek Akora. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start with the earliest one then. Mm. House on Haunted Hill. This is 1959, yeah? It is from 1959, correct. Also, the same year the book... Haunting of Hill House was written, but <laughs> let's not continue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <man. coughs> House on Haunted Hill from 1959, directed by William Castle. Written by Rob White, who also wrote... Anybody? Anyone? Hands up? No? You. 13 no. Ghosts. Yay! Oh. oh. It stars Vincent Price. Yay! Hello. <laughs> He's back. On uh, top form in this film. Carol Omart, mm-hmm. Richard Long. <laughs> Dick Long. Yep. <laughs> Not leaving it. <laughs> oh, Dick Long. Long, comma, Dick. <laughs> Alan Marshall. Yeah, make a jug out of that one. Later. <laughs> <laughs> Carolyn Craig. Alicia Cook Jr. Julia Mitchum, sister of Robert. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Leona Anderson. Howard Hoffman. And Skeleton. <laughs> um, As himself. Yeah, I'm not joking. He's credited. Yeah. He is credited. A skeleton is credited on the IMDb page. Just a skeleton playing himself. A real skeleton, apparently. Yes, a real skeleton. Um, a real human skeleton. Has two film credits. <laughs> and a little bought our bio on IMDb. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't actually, I saw it on the thing, I didn't look at the bio. It's got two film credits. Yeah. What other film is it? Uh, I haven't got it in front of me. Give me two seconds, I'll let you know. Uh, the Lost Skeleton of Cadavera. Sounds like a, from uh, 2001. Like a that he did himself. Yeah. Oh, he played himself. Oh, Jason, <laughs> the and the Ar- Jason and the Argonauts. There you go. Yeah. Oh man, he had to wait a whole four years to go in another movie, man. <laughs> <laughs> the plot of this is... Blood is a millionaire offers ten thousand dollars to five people who agree to be locked in a large spooky rented house overnight with him and his wife. The real horror is having <laughs> to spend the night with him and his wife, <laughs> especially because they fucking hate each other. Yeah, it's like you. Just say, like, would you spend? You know, if someone offered you ten grand to spend the night with. Donald and Melania Trump. <laughs> oh dear God, 10 grand, I don't think 10 grand's enough money. No, it's not. No, no, no. Little, little stingy. I mean, this is the 50s, but yeah, te- spend a night in a haunted house where you might die, 10 grand, like, no, I'm yeah, sorry. Not, not today. <laughs> so, that covers nothing. <laughs> uh, first of all, did you watch this in colour or in black and white? I watched the colourised version. I watched it in black and white. I watched it in black and white, mm-hmm. and I've seen the colourised version as well. I think, Mr. Smith, you made the wrong choice. Oh, really? Yeah. What made me think... I remember I used to have the colourised version of Night of the Living Dead. Yeah. And it looks horrible. Yeah. It does look weird. Uh, really fucking weird. In almost places. like... This like doesn't look as shit as that in colour, but I think the the black and white one is... Yeah. 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 Sorry, mate. 
Take a seat. No, this one was free. This one, yeah, <laughs> both like the colour and the black and white version are on Amazon Prime at the moment, as in, you know, free on Amazon Prime. No. Um, what I'd say watch the black and white one. Well, I thought the colourised version of the, the blood and gore that I was about to watch would be like, much better. So the blood and gore from this film from 1959. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it starts off with um, totally black screen and kicks into the Halloween mega mix um, <laughs> fucking stock sound sounds. stock soundtracks. Actually, you say that this actually inspired uh, Halloween like mixtape spooky recordings play at haunted houses and stuff uh, yeah I did read those yeah so all those like things on Spotify Halloween playlist for your kids party and all that crap this started it wow yeah with that little and then we get some floating heads yep yeah. <laughs> which is really weird we get uh, first of all it's actually the um, it's uh, Elisha Cook Jr's character isn't it what's mm. his name Pritchard yes yeah. who's just like here be beasties like kind of warning thing and then it's uh, he disappears and then we have Vincent Price's floating head um, this is all before the credits mm, yeah. the really long 50s credits this is all before that um, then we have Vincent Price's head saying like oh the house on Haunted Hill and it's like no, you wouldn't think that was a place you'd develop property <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's build a house on this place what's it called Haunted Hills <laughs> um, and he's saying like he's going to have this party and there's going to be food and drinks she's saying and... she's so amusing yes she's about his wife she says it about four times yeah <laughs> and uh, there may be ghosts and perhaps even a few murders you know cool yeah I'm in and and then we see the house gonna say it doesn't look that like creepy or scary no, no, it's very Art Deco, isn't it? Mm. It's actually it looks nice. Yeah, <laughs> I, would, I would go there. The house is actually called Ennis House. It's located in Los Angeles, and it's been used in a number of films, including Blade Runner Ooh. and uh, an episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Sick. And they locusts, and the interiors have also been used in like films like Rush Hour. It's just used in a lot of films. <laughs> um, yeah, it doesn't look. All that creepy. So there wasn't sex. It was the. the, the interior so the exterior that we see exterior. is the Ennis house. The yeah. interiors was set a bit on sound stages. Yeah. Also, looks nothing like the house on the poster for this film. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love the poster actually for this. I think it's great. The, um, the hanging lady. Yeah, the skeleton yeah. thing. Yeah, and the, the, say the creepy looking house, but <clears> obviously <throat> it's not the house from the film. Okay, whatever. So yeah, the idea is this guy's a millionaire and he's invited a bunch of people to a spooky house for a spooky time for 10 grand to spend the night and they all show up and we get our kind of cast of characters. So we've got Nora, the one who works for him, who's kind of the pathetic one. (laughs) You've got... Well annoying. Yeah, Dr. David, he's a psychologist of some sort. Yeah. You've got that kind of old broad who's... She's a journalist. That's it. it. And yeah. she's desperate for money. Yes. They're all desperate for money. Yeah, basically, yeah. And you've got Mr. Pritchard, who is just complete Debbie Downer of the whole group. And Lance, who is a test pilot. Ah, oh, that's <laughs> it. The handsome Lance. <laughs> yes. handsome Lance. The alpha thing. male. Yes, yes. 1950s yes. test pilot. He should be fa- talking a bit faster, I feel. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there, how's it going? You're a handsome-looking broad. <laughs> 
Um, Come yeah. on, I'll save you from the ghost. <laughs> uh, Pritchard is the main kind of... He's the one who's, like, losing it straight away. He's the one that picks up the big knife. Mm-hmm. Like, as soon as he gets in the house, it's well, He like, owns the house, doesn't he? Does he own the yeah, house? Yeah, apparently he owns the house. Ah, right. And then he, oh, no, so his but he sister... fucking hates it, clearly. His brother lived there. That's his brother died. Yeah, his sister-in-law killed his brother yeah. and somebody else. Yeah. And he's just, like, instantly... You know, you get invited to a big what we've established, nice-looking house by a millionaire, and you might get ten grand, and as he said, there's food and there's drinks, and it's like, this is going to be great. <laughs> and you get there, and within two minutes, there's this guy wielding a knife, being like, there's ghosts, and they're all going to kill you. Like, this oh. is my house. <laughs> yeah. I came to the conclusion, the look on his face, it looks to me as if he's both being told very bad news and asked to be doing a really difficult maths problem at the same time. Oh, yeah. like, <laughs> like the entire yeah. movie. You can't tell whether he's supposed to be the, the, the comic relief of the film or not. Like, sometimes it's just a bit sad. <laughs> <laughs> Then we meet the wife of Vincent Price's character, yeah. his hot wife. Mm. She is hot. She is hot, mm. yeah. she, Not even just 1950s hot, she's hot. Yeah. And she fucking hates her husband. <laughs> they yeah. they absolutely hate each other. To the point where he mentions that at one point she poisoned him with arsenic yeah. and he survived. Mm. Yeah, he keeps saying, oh, one of these days I'll catch you out because she's basically going around philandering with other gentlemen. Oh, gosh. Not philandering. I wonder why, Vincent Price. Is it because you're perhaps <laughs> seeing <laughs> other men? <laughs> so then we get the tour of the house, kind of. We get to see the wine cellar mm. with the vat of acid. Yeah! Why is that? <laughs> like, I think the idea was the guy, another, another, a previous occupant was making wine, and he obviously got the big vat. And yeah. his wife was like, Why are you wasting all your time on this silly wine? It tastes like shit. And he's like, Well, how about this then, bitch? And he filled the vat up with acid and threw her in. I but mean, the acid is still in there. They never yeah, like, got rid of it. <laughs> so that was an active crime scene at some point, but not one single person. Should we get rid of this acid? No, just leave it there. Yeah. It's fine. That's someone else's job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So it's there's... such a weird thing. And look, I mean, how, how do you fill up a vat of acid that big and without anyone noticing ever at all that you're bringing acid in? Uh, yeah. Down the stairs, in huge... What I imagine must have been quite big drums. I think it's, mm. it's an industrial job. Yeah. It is, yeah, someone was being paid off. So, <laughs> accomplices. <laughs> I wish I was a cop in the 50s. And, <laughs> and they explain that for some reason the acid will only eat all of the flesh, leaves all the bones. Yeah. Mm which is handy. But yeah, <laughs> flesh-eating... It's flesh-eating acid. Yeah, basically. Doesn't corrode anything else. They, they, they test it on a dead rat, and then you they do. And a little rat skeleton comes up. <laughs> so while they're down there... Oh, and Nora nearly falls in it for no reason. Yeah, for no... Oh, yeah, so... Oh, my God! Oh, I'm such a woman! <laughs> <laughs> it's the 50s! I'm so helpless! Yeah, oh, just... the vapors! <laughs> got the vapors! <laughs> yeah, for some reason, she just... Oh, I just nearly falls in. saves her for the first time. But yes, of course. Saved your lines. life. Yes. Gotta bang me now. Uh-huh. <laughs> How you and I get a cooler sometimes? <laughs> so, everybody else seems to bugger off. And that Lance and Nora are left down in the basement. In the wine cellar. And Lance is like, let's see what this door opens up to. And it's like, boring, boring, boring. <laughs> and then he walks through one door and it slams shut. And it's this moment when she's left alone in the cellar that we see the first 
Ghost. And it's actually pretty... Well, not in the colour version, the black and white one. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually really eerie and quite yeah. creepy. Like It looks like, oh, Jesus. It just appears in the doorway. Yeah. And then is wheeled out. <laughs> yeah, the feet don't move. You just kind of like glide. Yeah, so the idea is that the ghost she, yeah, she floats, floats, but mm-hmm. it, it does just kind of look like somebody on a Segway. Just <laughs> going fast and back and forth. But yeah, I thought it, it looks... I'm surprised, yes. Surprised. So, stuff starts happening, well, to Nora. Yeah, one character. <laughs> it happens to Nora. It all happens to Nora. Uh, she, there's a head in a box, in a suitcase. <laughs> yeah. head. The terrible fake uh, decapitated head in her, yeah, in her luggage. Yeah. Mm. In, just in her luggage. Doesn't look as fake in black and white. <laughs> oh, <mate. laughs> really? Because, I mean, it looks spectacular. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it looks um, like a prop could have been, if they tried to make a 1950s version of The Incredible Hulk that's the head that's in the box because it's all like got the, like the old comic style yeah. it looks like a 60s comic has literally just been turned into a physical yes. thing yeah. and yeah, stuffed just, in a box yeah but... yeah it's, it's fucking it's a bizarre looking thing is it green in colour? ish uh, yellow greeny yeah yellow greeny dead dead yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and also she bumps into the ghost again mm. who's just standing there like, <laughs> with you know, eyes wide out big scary look on her face hands, hands up like cruel, and yeah and she screams and then it wheels away again but actually that that shot where it kind of wheels away the way it's just statically like it just it looks weird it's kind of it is a bit creepy looking and it's still and weird and odd anyway it turns out it's not a ghost at all no <laughs> it's the caretaker's the wife, caretaker's wife <laughs> who is blind which who explains is... why she's so mental yeah. and why she floats <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's never picked up and looks so terrifying so I know you're <clears throat> blind but at least put a brush for your hair for no. <laughs> And yeah, her husband as well, who's also creeping around. It's like, oh, it's just the caretakers. Like, okay, fair enough. Hey, caretakers, why are you acting so fucking weird? Why are you trying to freak me out? Doesn't she bump into the the, the husband? The husband, and he yeah. Goes, Come with us. Or yeah, something. And he's then, trying to kill you, and yeah. she, that freaks her out, and she's not having a good time. Everyone else is just having martinis. Like, <laughs> yeah, this, this is a great time. I don't know what the fuck's wrong with Nora. Love <laughs> Art Deco style. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it turns out. Um, the ghost that she thought she'd seen, they're actually just the caretakers, and the caretakers are human, but just weird, and creepy looking, and odd acting, and blah. It's probably all the fumes from the fucking acid in the basement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's, got, there's, there's no ventilation down there. No. So. <laughs> smells like madness. So as the caretakers have gone home, and the night is kind of setting in, uh, once they've left, they do lock up, and they are stuck in there. And after the caretakers have gone and they're locked in and the kind of party begins this is when Vincent Price goes who wants a gun? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no one bats an eye he's yeah. like guns for everyone they're it's like not oh, just, great thank not you not just that all the guns are in their own minute Little coffins, coffins. <laughs> yeah. and he opens them up like here here's another one and then he gets the gun out and fires it <laughs> in the house right in front of his wife's face <laughs> He wasn't going like, oh my god, my fucking ears afterwards. <laughs> and so they, they hand out the guns. It's like, okay, I thought these were ghosts. 
Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. How you using physical weapons against the yes. undead? Because <laughs> like ah, yeah, that always works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking fun guy's film, isn't it? Oh, you shot me! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so now they're all a bit drunk and heavily armed. <laughs> America. America. Like many Republican parties. <laughs> uh, and then the wife hangs herself. Yes. yes. Vincent Price's wife, his hot wife, hangs herself. Oh no! <laughs> and it's it's filmed to so you think it's Nora, mm. but you don't see her head at all. You just see the, the, mm. the legs there, and you because something's I can't remember what it was. Something's just happened beforehand, so you're like, oh, Nora's dead. Yeah. And then they lay her down. And it's, <gasps> it's Annabelle. It's Annabelle. Shocker. I could have easily believed with the way she'd been acting up to that point. Nora probably would go. Do you know what? I've had enough. Fuck <laughs> it. <Yeah. laughs> she does try to get out of the house. Yeah. Like. Straight away. She's like, I'm out of here. It's like, oh. Lance is like, oh, come on, honey, we've got guns now, we'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, so suddenly I feel like everything is totally safe. <laughs> so once the wife has hung herself, more, more weird shit carries on happening to Nora, including the, uh, the rope comes up through the window. Mm. Yeah, that was weird. So it's obviously done like a reverse, and a rope comes through the window and there's like, around here, the ankles. hang mm. yourself, <laughs> basically. And then uh, the hot wife's ghost she appears, appears at, the at the window. But yeah, that rope, like, slowly, painfully slowly, comes through and starts wrapping around her ankles, and she just stands there. Mm-hmm. Like, oh! Like, oh God, I'm such a woman. <laughs> You're gonna get killed by a zamboni in five minutes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. it's just there. But she's just stood there. I mean, it cuts like it's about three cuts where she's just stood there, like oh, and the rope's just slowly meandering around her. She's like back to her. Oh no, what? Whatever shall I do? Fucking move! <laughs> Shoot it! Shoot it <laughs> so yeah, Nora's not having a good time at all. Pritchard is. Fucked up drunk at this he's point. Well, he was never having a good time. He showed up in a bad it's, mood. It's his own house. He's getting 10 grand to stay in his own house and he still can't find a fucking way to have a good time. Put <laughs> <laughs> a Debbie Downer. Knife, gun, bottle of whiskey. That's a good night in. Yeah. That's literally what he has. Yeah. Cheer the fuck up, mate. <laughs> it turns out the wife ain't dead. Spoilers. Um, uh, the wife is in cahoots with Dr. David. And the plot is, they're going to traumatise Nora so much that she loses the plot, and they're going to give her a gun, and they're going to scare her so much that she'll shoot whatever walks through that door next, Mm -hmm. which is going to be her husband. It's all a plot to kill her husband. It's literally one of the most complicated plots just to kill (laughs) someone (laughs) ever. Nora is essentially a patsy. It'd be funny, she's got that hanging harness thing on. And I remember, like, I think I paused the movie to make a cup of tea at that point, and I just had this brilliant image of them almost, like, dangling her off the roof on, like, a giant fishing rod to hang her outside the window, just, like, bre- blowing around in the breeze, like, no. that. wrong fucking window, move along with it. See, it's all a ruse mm. to, to kill Vincent Price. It's not very nice. Mm. And then it works, essentially. They do scare Nora so much that when Vincent Price walks in the room and even though she turns around, sees him and he says, <laughs> no, 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 bang! And she shoots him after like the third, no, don't shoot me. She shoots him. 
Yeah. And he's dead. And then Nora's, I don't know, goes off to have a cup of tea. Or <laughs> <laughs> no, everyone's all right about her shooting. Yeah. Everyone's fine with it. And then, yeah, the wife comes along. With a, that's it, David shows up. David's like, oh, I'm going to get rid of this body of Vincent Price. And then he's, the plan is he's going to drag him and put him in the vat of acid that they've got lying about. And then it cuts away before he throws his body in. And there's like a... Just, yeah, just, yeah. Splash. And then Hot Wife comes <coughs> into the cellar. And she's all like, ah, smoking a cigarette. Like she just, <laughs> she just had the best sex of her life. Or something like... And then all of a sudden there's like the, the creepy voice of Vincent Price like, you murderess. <laughs> you yeah. fucking bitch. <laughs> I'm coming to hit you. And then I'll at this point, do you. yeah, the skeleton in his first starring role <laughs> emerges from the vat of acid. The hero, the real hero. Yeah, the real hero. <laughs> skeleton emerges from the vat of acid and she's all like, ooh, fuck. And the skeleton kind of, I say chases her. <laughs> Somehow manages to manoeuvre her to the edge of the vat of acid. Like, yeah. in, I mean, and literally at any point she could have stepped the other way. Or just pushed like, out no, of the way. How much is a skeleton? <laughs> Bugger off. Yeah. No, um, no. She uh, yeah, moves over to the vat. Yeah, she believes that her, her husband's skeleton has risen from the acid to take its revenge and it pushes her into the acid. And we actually see that. Yeah. yeah. And then Vincent Price walks out from behind the <laughs> curtain with this weird pulley contraption pulley system. attached to him, which he was controlling the skeleton from. It's like, take that bitch! <laughs> Again, I had image of him pulling the wrong bit, and just somewhere in the house, the blind old lady is just going backwards and forwards yeah. in the room. Like. <laughs> It just looks like winding this. It should have had music like. So strange. Uh, so she tries to kill him, but that's isn't the line like you were playing your game, but I was also playing. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so My yeah, she tried. Than yours. Yeah, she tried to kill her husband, and he fucking killed her instead. No. Oh yeah, the, the gun was full of blanks, by the way, and. Then, gave her the right gun. Yeah. <laughs> then the uh, the the guests come in. And they're like, "Where's your wife and Doctor David?" And he's just like, "I murdered them. <laughs> they were trying to kill me, but I got them first. Yeah, so basically. And he's just like, "We'll see how justice deals with me." And he sends. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> oh. Pritchard gets a little bit like another dramatic bit at the end where he goes. Uh, Oh yeah, he gets the last goes, line. They're coming for me now, and then they'll come for you. That's <laughs> That's yeah, like yeah. directly into the camera. Yeah, directly yeah. into the camera. It's referencing the ghosts that aren't in this film. There's yeah. no ghosts. Yeah, in there's this no film. ghosts in this film. <laughs> Not one. Yeah, so at the end he says there were seven. Now there's nine. That's it. And they go, it's like, all right, we haven't seen any of them. No, <laughs> like, we, there's literally there no seven. ghosts in this film. The only thing that isn't explained is the rope. Yeah, yeah, how they managed to make that. And also the blood coming through the ceiling. Oh, the blood oh, yeah. stain that follows what's her name around. Yeah. Oh, and the swinging chandelier right at the very beginning. Oh, the one that falls down. That's just it's an old house. I love it. <laughs> Maintenance is Somewhere not kept upstairs. Up. Del Boy and Rodney. You know. The um, <laughs> the severed head turns up again, and that uh, Lance finds it in Nora's room in the yes. cupboard. Yeah. Grabs it, 
runs into the living room, waves it about for a bit, then puts it down and forgets about it. Then yeah. he mentions it again, ever. Yeah. Also, yeah, that whoever's head that is, that isn't mentioned. No. Although, uh, what's his name? Pritchard just say at the beginning that his brother was butchered and somebody else, and they found body parts, but they never That's found it. the heads. Never found the heads. So, there are bodies, mm-hmm. but there are no ghosts. Not one. Mm. Not a So... Not that haunted of a fucking hill, really, is it? No. <laughs> this is the, the whole film, the premise of the film. Hello? There's <laughs> oh, always one. Yeah, the whole premise of the film is just a complicated murder plot, basically. Mm. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. No hauntings, but is on a hill. It's in a house. It's in a house. <laughs> it's on a hill. Not that haunted. Awesome. Yeah. I do actually quite like this film. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. I, really, I was it's, really surprised how much I enjoyed it. It's kind of old school, campy, spooky fun, mm. essentially. And just any time Vincent Price talks, I'm happy. <laughs> I love that guy's voice. It's the way he says, suicide. Yes. <laughs> suicide. Murder. Yeah, no, there's been a murder. Mm. Uh, this film was a big old hit when it came it out. It was huge. It was huge. And part of it was the director came up with this idea, which for some reason they call this thing Emergo. I don't know why. But basically it's kind of uh, bringing kind of a live theatre thing Mm. to the cinema. So when they screened this, they actually had not the skeleton, but a skeleton in cinemas mm. that they had on a pulley. I if it was the skeleton, they took him on tour. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they had a skeleton in the cinemas that they would have on a pulley system and he would swing down from the rafters in front of the screen when it, the time was right. Yeah, and that's really cool. Until uh, sort of local kids decided to go for see it for a second time and brought their slingshots. <laughs> <laughs> so that put an end to that. It also inspired Psycho. Well, sorry, the budget inspired Psycho. <laughs> when Alfred Hitchcock saw the returns it got and the money it was made for, it was like, huh, <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, yeah, so we mentioned the skeleton is a real skeleton simply because it was cheaper to go to a graveyard. Apparently, it was not common to use a real human skeleton rather than just make one. Yeah, yeah, because it's cheaper. You just get them from like old um, people at like university. It's <laughs> 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 real acid in the basement, man. Uh, real acid? Um, yeah, you could just get them from like old medical uh, universities rather than it's cheaper than making them. So there's plenty of real skeletons. Like that whole thing of. Uh, is it Poltergeist? They're like, you know, those real skeletons. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, we do. Yeah. <laughs> Industry standard, basically. <laughs> Have dead bodies. But, uh, yeah. Uh, old school, campy, spooky fun. Yeah, boy. I quite enjoyed it. Vincent Price is great. If only you'd seen the black and white one. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> the joke's on you, motherfucker. I'm it was definitely not the worst film I've ever seen, so I quite mm. liked it. What is the worst film you've ever seen? Bless for my purpose. Green Street Two. <laughs> sequel? <laughs> yes, I see, I see Green Street One. Mm. Fuck no! Oh, mate, bad, bad film. Rotten. I don't think I've even seen the first one. Oh, it doesn't shit. even make sense. Like I'm not going to go into it. But it doesn't make sense. <laughs> Fantastic. So anyway, House on Haunted Hill got yeah. a remake. Yeah, it did. In 1999. Yes. Back in the age of new metal again. I wonder if that will come into play. I wonder indeed. Yeah. Directed by William Malone. 
Don't bother looking him up. <laughs> Starring Jeffrey Rush. Yay! Doing his best Vincent. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Jeffrey Rush dressed as Vincent Price. <laughs> Got the tash and everything. And the, the tash and the cravat. And his name is Stephen Price. Yeah, yes. saying, yeah the, the thing is, they changed the character's name to Price in like honour of Vincent Price. No. Mm. The actual look was kind of a mistake. Originally in the screenplay, he just looked like a regular businessman. Right. Jeffrey Rush got in and goes, yeah, I want to change up a bit. I want to give a, a bit of a look. And the actual look isn't based on Vincent Price. It's based on John Waters. Oh, really? Yes. I could see that as well. He yes. also has a pencil moustache. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, who else in this? Fanku Janssen, Peter Gallagher and his weird hair, which <laughs> seems to get bigger as the film goes on. He's got like a pompadour thing going yeah. isn't it yeah mm. uh, Chris Catton Ali Larter Bridget Wilson Max Perlich and Jeffrey Coombs get in yes produced by Rob Zemeckis and Joel Silver mm. Joel Silver did Predator yes which we talked about at some point yes this was done by this is the first film produced by Dark Castle mm. Uh, I think I'm not actually too sure who set it up, but um, yeah, Dark, there's actually there's not a few films. I've actually made a film in a while. Mm. Do you know what the second film they made was? Thirteen Ghosts. It was Thirteen Ghosts. Yes, it's all connected. <laughs> the plot is well, we know, but go on. An amusement park mogul offers a group of diverse people a million dollars to spend the night in a haunted house with a horrifying past. Inflation. Yeah. Inflation. <laughs> So this starts actually That's with a bit of a ring to it. Yeah, mm. uh, a bit of a prologue. It's not so much a house on Haunted Hill as it is a mental asylum yeah. on Haunted yeah. Hill. It's an institution. So it's not just a regular old house. It was once a hospital, and we have in the prologue and the flashbacks to the thirties. Jeffrey Coombs is Doctor. Oh, what's his name? Robotnik. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Robotnik is in there, and he's essentially doing human vivisection on the patients. Mm. Yeah. And they're filming it for some reason. Mm. Um, one of the nurses is filming it. I didn't go to medical school for this. And uh, it all goes horribly wrong when the window lickers break through the windows. <laughs> <laughs> and they just start killing everybody. Yeah. Almost like a kind of zombie kind of way, isn't it? They're just yeah. Like, they, yeah, they, they don't fuck about no, no. I'll talk about this opens with a fucking bang this film it does yeah it I do I like the yeah. first 20 minutes or so I thought this was going to be much better than it was <laughs> <laughs> yeah I quite like the pro I even like the opening credits you know quite creepy <clears throat> yeah apart from the very opening logos and that terrible terrible CGI yeah 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 uh, yeah so we get a little prologue Basically, there was a monstrous doctor conducting experiments on humans in the 30s, and like I said, the patients were like, we've had enough, and fuck, killed everybody. Yeah. And uh, uh, then, there was a fire. Yeah, the, the place got locked <clears throat> down, yeah. and then they, somebody set it on fire. The doctor, apparently, allegedly, set it on fire, killed everyone. Okay. <coughs> I thought he was... They said, like, yeah, he was, yeah, he said he, that if he was going to die, he was going to take them all with him. I thought we saw him being killed. Oh, no, he rigged it up so it would burn down. Oh, yeah, that's because the whole house locks down. Yeah. yeah. So that gotcha. first one takes the, all the pencils through the neck right through the beginning. I was like, yay, we're going to have loads of gore. This is going to be great. Oh, nah, <laughs> Swiftly disappointing. Cut um, to Jeffrey Rush in 1999, dressed mm. as Vincent Price. 
He is a amusement park mogul. Yeah. Yes. Yes, and he's in his amusement park and he's showing around a camera lady. No, is it is it's it's a cameraman? Mm. Who is it? It's Lisa Loeb. She's That's the one it. That song, uh, Stay. That's it. Uh, and Spike from Buffy. Spike yeah. from Buffy is the cameraman. And he's showing off his new roller coaster, which is the Hulk roller coaster from Universal, if anybody cares. Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you right there? Yeah, I didn't know. So I've only just noticed that. Well, yeah, when you said that. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's very green, it's, isn't it? <laughs> so, yeah, he's made like the scariest amusement parks ever, and it's his whole thing as he makes rides, and they're super scary, and people are scared. Meanwhile, his wife is having a bath. The scariest ride of the movie. <laughs> and she's kind of a brat. And she phones him up to say, I want a birthday party. I want to be big. I want to be good. I want to be in this spooky house I've just seen on TV. Make it happen. Bye. <laughs> Cue Marilyn Manson. Yeah. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't take long, kids. <clears throat> so, I was to say Vincent Price. Like, Jeffrey Rush, dressed as Vincent Price. She... Was it just she? She faxes him the guest list. She, she faxes mm. him a guest list, which he then next bins. Time, he, yeah, he just shreds it. Yeah, makes his own one. And then his computer is hacked by the house. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I shit you not. <laughs> yeah. So he types up a new guest list of, I guess, like his fraternity bros. I don't know. Mm. And he leaves the office, leaves the computer on, <laughs> and then the house, the ghost from the house possess his computer somehow they hack it and move and, the cursor yep and change the names yep and send out the evites to these fucking total randoms nah. mm. yeah allegedly total randoms allegedly, allegedly total randoms is. yes yes uh, we see the house again it's kind of art deco it's much bigger it's not a house you know is it it's a Facility. Yeah. Although, I mean, <coughs> the design of the place and <coughs> where it's set, literally built into the side of a mountain. Hmm. Apparently, that feels like it was like a lot of money to spend on the, the design of that place just to have it be a fucking mental hospital. Yeah, hmm. I believe some of the. I'm not sure if all of it, part of the exterior, is actually um, the famous observatory in Los Angeles. All oh, right. The one you can basically go to in GTA Five. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, it does look like an expensive build. Anyway. Anyway. So, the total randoms now have their evites from the ghosts. <laughs> they, they all uh, arrive. When we meet the, the cast of characters, we've got the awful blonde who's trying awful. to be famous. <laughs> Was it someone's trailer park is showing? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Bridget Wilson's character. TV show or something. That's it. We've got token black guy. Who says? Digs. Yep. Mm. Says things like, "Damn, damn, and shit." Yeah, <laughs> that is whack. Yeah, stuff like that. Essentially, uh, we've got the identity thief. Who's oh, Ali Lata. Ali Lata, mm. who is basically oh, I actually missed out Tay Diggs's name when I was reading out the cast. Whoops. <laughs> Racist. <laughs> Uh, so we've got yeah, Ali Lata who is an identity thief and is pretending to be someone so somebody random has been invited to here and then the person who shows up isn't even that person it's someone yeah I know the odds yeah <laughs> <laughs> we've got uh, Peter Gallagher's pompous doctor with his pompadour hair thing going on and we've got Mr Pritchard again he's played, he's played by the guy from Night at the Roxbury yep 
He was, uh, yeah, Chris by Stone. far the best character in this. Yes, I really liked him. In he is very amusing. He mm. is essentially, he's not the owner of it. Well, he, he's kind of the caretaker, I guess. Basically, his granddad and his dad worked on the house. Yeah. And his dad died in sort of the... Res- uh, it was a construction of it. Yeah, it? essentially. And he is essentially the gatekeeper but he hates the house. He, never, he, always, he only goes in there to drop off the guests and he wants to go. Mm. But he's got to get paid first. Yeah. Yeah. And, but, you know, Jeffrey Rush farts about. Yeah, he's mm. dicking about with his check. For yeah, ages. and he's like, give me the money so I can go. Mm. And he's... He even says, like, what if you stay and you make it and you get an entire million? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't know what to do with it. Give me my money. What are you going to fuck like, out? I don't like, care. Like, like, give me the money I want to go. But he doesn't do it in time and the house locks down. Mm. Yeah. and um, oh and then the wife shows up to her birthday party with these guests and she's like who the fuck are you lot yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she literally says who the fuck are you which is rude yes. <laughs> I mean, then she's very overdressed considering how everyone else absolutely considering she doesn't know a single person there mm. <laughs> yeah I don't know to be fair if somebody if I was heading to like my birthday celebrations mm-hmm. I got there and I didn't know who anybody was they were like Sorry, who am I in the right place? Yeah. I would just be pleased people had turned up. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, hey. a, little, a little bit of an insight into Mr. Smith there. Or would you do that thing where you're just kind of like, oh, good to see you, or just pretend Jay. to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, great. Jay, <laughs> John, something generic. Nigel, Nigel. <laughs> Nigel. That was called Nigel. <laughs> you would never guess that was someone's name. <laughs> Oh man! Anyway, so all the, the all the bollocks is going on, and he's there like, "I'll give you a million dollars if you stay." And the wife's just getting drunk on Finlandia vodka, mm-hmm. who I think sponsored this film. It's been like, oh, I, I don't care. I don't know who any of these people are, and whatever stupid game you're playing, just fuck off. Um, oh, and then we get the. Uh, <laughs> by the way, everyone, have a gun. Yeah. <laughs> again. And they're all in the, little uh, coffins. They're all in little coffins again. But but all the, the, these little coffins are in a big coffin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course, why not? Um, the chandelier drop from the first film is replaced by that whole stained glass window shattering and dropping yeah. on yeah. everyone. Now, between Chris Catan being nervy as fuck, that thing going, him still trying to get out. They all seem fairly relaxed at the beginning of the film. At several points during this film, Mm. everyone seems pretty chill, considering. I have a useless fact to go with this bit. Um, Well, not useless fact, but when... um like Famke Janssen actually did lie on that table when they dropped the massive shards of glass on the one that lands right next to her head. It was real. um, It was real. And it hit it so hard, you can actually see it bounce her head off the fucking table. Oh, shit. Like, yeah, like, so, well, I said that, and I went back and watched it again, because it was one of the few bits that made me laugh out loud. <laughs> now I've got, like, a couple of bits in this that made me it's laugh out loud. It's not a comedy. <laughs> Dude, you know what I mean? Entertaining deaths, I laugh at. We know this. Again, Final Destination 2, funniest film ever made. Mm. So, uh, the, Jeffrey Rush dressed as Vincent Price. Oh, Jeffrey Price, there we go. Yeah, compromise. He's got a uh, a little helper in the control room next door. Mm. Yeah. It's this guy who helps him at his amusement park. This That's is it. where it's established that this is the 90s because Blockbuster Video gets product placement. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and yeah, they've got they've rigged some stuff to go on mm. and they're trying to scare people and all this stuff until the uh, control room guy ends up with no fucking face. I really like that. It's just like wholly hollowed out. Yeah. So. Mm. Mm. Something bit his face off. 
And then uh, awful blonde woman goes missing. Um, she actually, gets lost all the time. <laughs> oh, no, the little blonde one. Yeah, Don McCampbell gets lost like several times as well. Yeah, everyone gets lost a lot. Yeah, in this uh, big old house. Yeah, she gets sucked into the wall. Yeah, apparently yeah. there's like a trail of blood. It goes up into the ceiling. Yeah, um, it, and also, so we've got the same plot. Spoilers of the the wife trying to kill the husband. Yeah, but mm. the husband is exactly the same. It's exactly yeah. the same. Yeah, complicated basically. murder plot. Yeah, mm. the uh, bit where Ali Lata's character uh, does the shooting, mm-hmm. kills him, and because they believe he's killed his wife. Yes, and even though he's unarmed, she's got a gun pointed at him. And he says, like, listen, we got to get the fuck out of here. Stuff's going wrong. Bang! Mm. Bang! Bang! She empties the clip into it. Yeah. yeah. It's like, you could have just, you know, maybe held him until the police arrived. or something. No, just murdered him. Yeah. Fuck him. <laughs> blood squibs. Mm. Yeah. But before all that... <laughs> Quite a bit before. <laughs> yeah, we, we've gone from the beginning to right near the end. Well, in the end. Mm. So, the whole thing of the wife trying to kill the husband. Mm. Again, she's in cahoots with the doctor. Mm. She fakes her death. That's it. And we discover she's in cahoots with the doctor when the doctor, after they think oh, that... Yeah, I just remember that scene. scene yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking that. Obviously, when she's lying there dead in inverted commas and you'd think he's about to try and fuck a corpse like. <laughs> yeah and then she mm. comes back to life yes mm. well because he, he, inje- he apparently had, <clears throat> for some reason the only vein he could use was the one right on her inner thigh or something because you see his hand go down there and then she kind of moves and he comes back with a syringe in his hand that we didn't see before mm. yeah the doctor essentially fakes her death they then accuse Jeffrey Rush dressed as Vincent Price for murdering her mm. And decide to lock him in the murder chamber thing yeah. <laughs> that they've got lying around. The trippy got, murder chamber. Yeah, the acid trip chamber, mm. uh, which is some device the doctor built in the 30s to help schizophrenia or something. Uh, he reckoned that he, he would use, what was it, if it, what would drive a sane man insane would drive an insane man sane. Yeah. So they lock him in there, mental people in there, mm. and fucking freak him out. And they'd come out like, Hi, that was incredibly enjoyable. Thanks very much. I'll back to my job now as an estate agent. But, yeah, he's at least left in those nice pair of steampunk goggles in there for when it all gets too much. Yeah, like, what the yeah. fuck is that about? <laughs> I look cool in case of emergency. I think that whole trippy bit is excellent. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, the whole look of it and the yeah. jarring camera work and all the stuff it's actually quite a cool little segment. Mm. Mm. Um, so yeah they flick on the, the insane machine <laughs> to turn him nuts and uh, the, yeah he comes out and that's when the, there's the you know the, the shooting mm. and then he comes back and he tries to kill his wife because he's like fuck you and well, then we have the the twist the, the difference between the murder plot in the first one and this one is she Evelyn is proper batshit yeah. and kills the doctor yes yeah. stabs him yes she kills Dr David and cuts his head off yes mm. and shoves him in the murder machine yes uh, to make them think that, that Jeffrey Rush dresses Jeffrey Vincent Price did it yeah, yeah. Oh. you went so far kids <laughs> <Yeah>. convoluted <laughs> seems like a lot <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Just shoot him yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, if all these people were invited completely randomly by the ghost computer, yeah. how did the doctor there, yeah. end up there? Oh, well, they, they explain that, don't they? Like, when they find the list of names, mm. and they go, oh, we're all related to these people in one way or another, randomly. Except for Dr. Except David. for the doctor. Mm. They go, oh, okay, how's well. he here? And that's when you find out that he's banging Evelyn. Mm. Right. So how? they did think about that. And it makes that perfect sense. And it's completely feasible. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I was going to murder someone, this is the way I would do it. Mm. So, there are ghosts in this. There are. And the wife gets ad by one. That when mm. it's like in the basement is like the heart of the house or something, and that's where it manifests. Mm. And these ghosts manifest as a really severe black mold problem. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just it's like a, a terrible Rorschach picture. Mm. Rorschach yeah, tentacles. Black smudge thing that kind of gets bigger as it sucks. But it's people supposed in. to have faces and stuff in it, but I mean, it's, it all gets completely lost. I mean, it's, it's the CGI really is not aged well, no, no, no. and yeah, the, the, apparently there was a lot of like, intricate detail in it. And if you look closer, you can see some boobs. Like it's just a mess. Well, now I have to watch it again. <laughs> you don't need to watch this to see boobs. There's a thing called pornography. <laughs> Sorry, I mean the internet. <laughs> so yeah, this big black mold thing is now chasing after them, and they're like, "Oh shit, let's get out of here!" And then they decide to head up to the attic because that's where the mechanism for the whole lockdown system is. Yes. To basically manually open it, which they probably should have done. Okay, like, away. This is after they've already gone into the basement because that's where they originally believed the locking mechanism is and then they all declared, nope, there isn't one. Yeah. Except there is and it's in the attic. And we just found it towards the end of the film. Script. And unfortunately, Mr. Pritchard is swallowed by the black mould. He is. Yeah. He is yeah. saving... Other useless blonde, Ali Lata. No, no, it's uh, Jeffrey Rush dressed as oh, Vincent sorry. Price yeah, saves Ali Lata. Oh, yeah, yeah. isn't it? Oh, yeah, he just opens the door and just gets joined. Yeah, the ghost doctor turns up mm. and opens, like, starts helping. Yeah, so yeah, Mr. Pritchard comes back as a ghost yeah. and helps them get out from the black mould and uh, baseball player... Mr. Diggs yeah. and Ali favourite bits are left alive. At the end. Was when the um, it's when he initiated because was it Ali Lata makes it outside through the shutter. Mm. Baseball guy's stuck on the inside. Yeah, the thing's just about to grab him, and he's just like, "I was adopted." Yeah. <laughs> and the ghost is just like, "Oh bollocks!" Right, never mind then. So that's the move backwards, and then Sorry, he fucking gets out. Um, yeah, the idea is they're all relations of the five survivors. Yeah, 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 yeah. and the house is after them. Except this guy was adopted, apparently. Mm. Um, but then yeah, he gets out Mr. Lata, Mr. Pritchard's ghost opens up the thing and lets him out and then they're sat there atop you know a mountain essentially mm. with no way down oh yeah and then they find all the leftover checks the important thing is yeah they They've got the they get all the money yeah <laughs> they've got like everyone's which money as well just happens to be there yeah, yeah like, it just happens oh, to be look, half sticking out the window at like, oh, mm. this random window which is right at the top of the building which is right on the edge of a cliff mm. And then after all of this shit, like they find and they start laughing because they've got the five, the five million pounds or five million dollars or whatever. Yeah. Because money takes away trauma. It does. Yes. Do you yes. know that? Doesn't matter what happens to you. If you've got <laughs> five million quid at the end of it, you can have a laugh. Yeah. But then they yeah, then well, she really says really about fun. how we're going to get down. Yeah. And, and then in my imagination, they never do. No. It's like the end of the thing. <laughs> yeah. They both they both just die. Yeah. <laughs> 
they're found years later. <laughs> All two these skeletons. Things, yeah. And then there's more Marilyn Manson. Except it's the same <laughs> song by Marilyn Manson. Yeah, cue more Marilyn Manson, the end. Yeah. Okay. I hate that I actually quite enjoy this film. I thought you would. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> got that schlocky 2000s bollocks to That's it. That's why I fucking hate it. And when I watched it, I literally, this is when I went, this kind of reminds me a little bit of 13 Ghosts with some of like the, like, you know, they do that fast editing thing when the ghosts are moving so they're all thrashing around yeah. real quick. And I'll be like, this really reminds me of 13 Ghosts. Look at it. Next picture made by the studio. 13 Ghosts. <laughs> it's like that literally explains everything and I really need to improve my There are movies. some things that I like, like I said, that some of the, the by certain sequences are made and there's a few kind of flashback things which is very event horizon mm, yeah and it's like you like really quick cuts and you're not really sure what you're seeing the opening bit as well um, actually reminded me a bit of you know like the recordings they find in event horizon the, the, the missing footage that we never really got yeah, to yeah, see yeah, it, yeah. Yeah, that, that really made me think of that and also the camcorder scene I thought was quite well done where yeah. she's filming oh yeah, yeah. She's, I was just about to she say that the, the, I quite the, like that bit yeah, where she lifts yeah. it up and she can see them and they're not really there yeah but there's yeah, a few I like the epilogue bit um, and I, I was fooled into thinking like that 20 minutes in that I was going to really enjoy this and then when mm. the CG really kicks in yeah. really fucks it up um, and yeah I don't know most of the characters are hugely unlikable mm. yes so, Chris Catan <laughs> gets my favourite line in the entire movie right at the beginning that's not very nice uh, no just the whole like <laughs> he's like so what's going on well you know house is alive we're all going to die and yeah. he just says it and you're like, right, cool, we know what's happening. And of course, no one fucking believes him, but... Yeah, no, I thought he was a bit... When he, when he slaps the drink out of his hand, he's like, yeah, that's not very nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, he does get pretty much every good bit in the movie. Yeah, yeah he's like, he's actually the, the only likeable character, relatable as well character. Yeah, like, it's almost like he's self-aware in it. Like, yes, like, I know I'm in a film where I'm fucked. Like, it's like, I'm locked in this house. Not only is it haunted, I'm going to die. I'm locked in the house with these people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a few enjoyable moments, but overall, I thought it was pretty shite. <laughs> it got a sequel in 2007. Did it? It did. Yes. Yeah, I only found this out. Return to the House on oh, Haunted Hill. Yeah, I saw it on Amazon when I was looking for this, actually. And this um, made me really. Haven't seen it, and I'm going to watch it. No. But the moment I looked at the synopsis, and it was like a bunch of mercenaries. Yes, because if you want to make a sequel to a horror movie, army. you throw in the army. Get the army in there. <clears throat> Fuck him. I also read it on the synopsis, it says um, Ali Larson's character was the only survivor. And I was like, Tay Diggs was there. Hey, yeah. Do you have any idea what I'd do for 10 quid, let alone $5 million? I'd shove that fucker off that roof in no time. Do you think that's what she'd Yeah, she'd used like, his body oh. to break the fall on the way down. <laughs> I don't think it works like that. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, it's like, oh, wow, look, we got $5 million. So I've only got two and a half million. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Who's <laughs> <we>? <laughs> yeah. Off you fuck. <laughs> um, yeah, it is... Typically 90s. Yay. I wouldn't even say it's typically 90s. I think it's, it's actually ahead of its time. It's yeah, very 2000s, 2000s to 2003. Yeah. <laughs> Overall, yeah. The original, yes, this, no. Mm, it's no. got none of like, the charm of the original. No. no, not at all. Yeah. And a lot of the nods to it feel forced. Like the fact that he is literally walking around looking like Vincent Dressed as Price, Vincent Price. And they have named him even Price. Even if it was like... And even like the... <laughs> Yeah, you know, the the guns in the coffin. Yeah, <laughs> Mickey Coffin's like, uh, yeah, no, no thanks, never mind. Anyway, so that was them. Mm. That was Next, those films. that was those films. One good, one well, not so much. <laughs> the haunting of Hill House. 
Yes. <laughs> right. So, The Haunted Hill House, book by Shirley Jackson, 1959. Mm-hmm. Anybody read it? Nope. 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 I literally waited for the movie. <laughs> All <laughs> fucking 5,000 of them. I have now seen at least three adaptations of it, though. So. Mm. Yes. Right. The first one, The Haunting. Mm. Not The Haunting of Hill House. Just The Haunting, because they thought that title was too long. Mm. It's not going to fit on my marquee, mate. <laughs> <laughs> the Haunting from 1963. Yes. From the director of The Sound of Music and West Side Story. Yeah. <laughs> Robert Wise. Stars. Julie Harris. Claire Bloom. Richard Johnson. Russ mm. Tamblin. Faye Compton. Valentine Dial. Who's... Mr. Dudley, by the way. You wouldn't think that bloke's name was Valentine, would you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Mr. Dudley's fucking well aggressive. Uh, Rosalie Crutchley and Diane Clare. I thought aggression was romantic back in the 60s. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. That whole scene with him and Nell was... I don't, there's no romance there. Well, no. Confession, this is the only one I didn't get to watch. Right. The copy I had oh. died on its ass. <laughs> can you at least read me the plot? That I can do. I have a feeling it's going to sound fairly familiar. Hill House has stood for about 90 years and appears haunted. Its inhabitants have always met strange, tragic ends. Now Dr. Markaway has assembled a team of people who thinks they will prove whether or not the house is haunted. Well, first thing to say, when I started watching this, the first thing I thought was, an hour and 50 minutes? Fucking hell. (laughs) (laughs) It's long for a film from 1963. It is quite slow. I mean, yeah, House of Haunted Hills, like, 75 minutes? It's only like an hour and a quarter for the, the original. Oh, the original fifty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is a. <clears throat> so you had a look in your eye then of like, no, that ninety shite. I suffered longer than that. <laughs> so yeah, you're looking at about two hours of black and white here, which <laughs> I know puts some people off. But you know, Philistines. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, is there not a colorized version for Mr. Smith? <laughs> no, I looked. <laughs> 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 no, it's all in black and white. I'm sorry, uh, man. <laughs> I don't feel like the film had to be nearly two hours long. If I'm honest, there's a lot in this film that you could do without. Um. Yeah, I, yeah, the, yeah. It is a bit dragged out, <laughs> but you know, so are many things. if you you think this is dragged out someone turned it into a 10 hour fucking TV show (laughs) right so we start actually with like a a little history of the house yeah about Hugh Crane and he builds it and he's he builds it for his wife and he's, he's like come on down wife and she's coming down in the horse and carriage and the horses are having fucking none of it and they bolt and she's killed when she comes off the fucking carriage or whatever. The house. Well, yeah, really backfired, didn't it? He has another wife. She snuffs it. She falls <laughs> down the stairs in the most dramatic way possible. <laughs> yes. From no! Oh, I'm a woman! <laughs> <laughs> the vapours! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, he's got a daughter as well who just sits in bed all of her life. Like, well, after Before Facebook. <laughs> does literally... Yeah, the, there's nothing else to do. Does so he does make out. a stare at a dead mum at the beginning while they read from the Bible. I think it was the Bible. Well, this was, you know, like, what, 18 something or other? Something like that. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta look at dead bodies. That's what they did. She tries to look away and he's like, no. No. Look at that. Stare at her. <laughs> That's where you're going to end up. Because <laughs> we all die. Do you hear me, seven-year-old daughter? We all die. One day I'll be dead and then you'll be dead. 
So she gets in the bed and doesn't leave. No. Her no. whole life. She gets old as fuck. Yeah, lives, still lives in the nursery when she's like 90 and gets old and just dies in bed. And the house then goes to her help, essentially, her carer. She inherits the house. And then the carer hangs herself. Yep. So it's not looking too good. Cut to 1963, where we meet our handsome English scientist. <laughs> He's a scientist who's investigating haunted houses. Yeah. <laughs> <And> <laughs> you he, get that one. <laughs> He's essentially a ghost. He's a ghostbuster. He right? a ghost hunter. But he's a serious man. He's a serious man. Oh, no one licensed nuclear accelerators here, yeah. then. <laughs> yeah, and he's there explaining, like, yeah, I'm a scientist, and I'm investigating ghosts. So, okay, mate. <laughs> and what I want to do is set up, and I've picked a bunch of unfortunates to come. Utterly random people. Yeah, again. With no... Random yeah. people showing up at a creepy house. Sound familiar? Cut to Eleanor. Nell. Nell. Who is mental from the minute we meet her. <laughs> yeah. Nell's Literally got enough issues without going to this fucking house. Also, the whole scene where we first meet her and everything that plays out has got really odd music playing. Yeah, that's it. like a, a weird music to wear, savour it. It's but like a apparently music it's, box. The kid is playing a, like, a music box or something, but that plays throughout the entirety of the scene. It's just fucking jarring. Yeah, it's <laughs> really like, what's going on here? So Nell is living on her sister's sofa. Mm-hmm. And um, she, yeah, like she's got issues, and she gets the invite, and she steals the car. Well, it's half her car. It's half she her car. Twenty-seven times. <laughs> yeah, so she drives half of it up to Hill House. <laughs> well, that's called the, like, literally the fourth line I wrote here is Nella's annoying. I hope she dies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, ne- she's got no chill. Not at all. At all. She's got no. that blinking thing going on, um, and she's nervous as fuck. She's literally one of those people, like, if you're in the same room as her, you'd, you'd suddenly, like, if, if you didn't have it before, you'd have anxiety by the time you fucking <laughs> left the room. Yeah, yeah she is. Like, she's fucking awful. She is that person. So, she gets invited to Hill House to basically be terrorised mm-hmm. by this doctor. <laughs> no one ever invites me to haunted houses to <clears> terrify. Terrorised. I'm missing out. You are. Oh, Happens yeah. to be all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hook a brother up. <laughs> <laughs> so when Nell arrives at uh, Hill House, she is greeted by Mr. Dudley. <laughs> greeted. Who is <laughs> <laughs> possibly the rudest man. <laughs> he's so. Yeah, he's not fun at all. No. Uh, and then also terrible performance like his dialogue's just delivered so badly he, she well, then I mean, goes inside and meets Mrs Dudley who's also no fun at all to be fair I mean Nell rocks up in her car and she's instantly like I'm unexpected and Mr Dudley's like fuck off <laughs> <laughs> and I am on Mr Dudley's side but I'm expected tell him I'm here there's yeah. no one here you're the first one but I'm expected oh, Jesus Nell no. So, Mr. Dudley kills her at the film ends. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Mrs. Dudley is uh, just as... Cold. Yeah. Shall we say? <laughs> so, she gets in the house and then we start to meet the other people that have been invited and start to show up. We have Theo, who's just this bohemian kind of... She's a bit psychic. Yeah, she's a bit psychic. Got a bit of a... 
a gift, a bit of a shining, a bit of a shinning about her. <laughs> and and she's a lesbian. Yeah, allegedly. Well, she is a lesbian, in but because in this, this was, version? yeah, because in the 60s you couldn't have that. And no. apparently there were a lot of scenes cut out where any time Theo touches Nell, that'd be cut. Oh, right, bloody hell. Where was she touching her? Even just like a, you know... Just in the vagina. Yeah. <laughs> Where else are you going to fucking touch a lesbian? <laughs> um, <laughs> My bad. No, but anything like where she, if she would like put her arm around her and stuff, like a lot of stuff had to be cut, because I think in the book, it's, she's a lesbian. Right. And it's very much implied in the film, or was more so implied, but... Yeah, they stuff must have packed be... that to pieces, because yeah, I did basically. not come. I mean, I know in the later version, she, it's, it's implied that... Catherine Zeta-Jones will bang anything. Yes. Mm. Um, I didn't what are you doing to the furniture? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, leave the fish alone. Um, the, the, Nell has this moment as well where she's like, um, uh, just bef- just as Theo turns up, and Nell's like, she, she starts out, oh, it was just awful while I was here alone. It's like, you've been there five minutes, love. Yeah, literally five, five minutes. minutes. Yeah. And Mrs. Dudley was here the whole time. Yeah. So, rude. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, we got Theo. Uh, then Luke appears with a picture, a picture of vermouth. <laughs> just a, just a picture of it. A picture. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Luke is an act. He is his auntie owns the house. Yeah, he he's set to inherit it. Yes, he's set to inherit the house, and he wants to turn it into a hotel and all this jazz. He wants to turn the library into a nightclub. He's, he's yeah. mental. Yep, yeah, he's also a massive alcoholic. Yeah, he's a shark. He is drinking pretty much throughout the entire film. Yes, he's. Even, I think at one point, um, he's just like going. I don't know. Like you might bump into somebody in a hotel. Like oh, I'm just going to the fridge, and they're just coming back from the toilet, and he's just got a beer in his hand. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're just walking around in the middle of the night on your own with a beer. <laughs> like, yeah, basically. No, the only time he doesn't have a beer in his hand is when he comes down with a torch looking for a beer and finds one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even when, towards the end when he sneaks in the room uh, when they're all kind of camped in there and there's like, there's something spooky happens. Like, what's going on? It's like, I'm just getting a drink. I was like, of course you are, Luke. <laughs> yeah, so he just drinks throughout the entire fucking thing. Kind of like in House on Haunted Hill. Mm. Everything bad that's happening is happening to Nell. Which she deserves. Although, <laughs> although Theo also hears the all the crazy noises at the beginning, yeah. doesn't she? Oh, the banging. That's yeah. the whole scene where they're banging. in the room with the banging. Yeah. So not not their banging. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, Nell's the one who's not dealing with it very well. But she wasn't dealing with anything very well. She's not well. dealing with life. Yeah. <laughs> Even when she showed Honestly, up. Honestly, she's so fucking annoying. Showed up with this. a really wrong, <laughs> wrong attitude. So... The doc, he doesn't really believe in any of the supernatural. Luke definitely doesn't, and even if he did, he's too drunk to fucking care. Yeah, the doctor's whole shtick is like, oh, we're, I'm, I'm, I'm um, scientifically looking for ghosts and stuff. Not that there are any, so don't be ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if they are real, they can't harm you or anything. Yeah, it's just mm. like, we're all perfectly safe, and Nell's having a breakdown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, everyone here is fine. You've got someone having a breakdown... Luke, who clearly has some issues because he's constantly <laughs> fucking drinking, and you've got this touchy feely woman who's uh, sort of telekinetic and can read people. That's it. Luke's a card shark, but he yeah. loses constantly to Theo. 
Because she can obviously, yeah, because she's psychic. She's got ears. Yes, yes. Character development. HIV. What? What? (laughs) (laughs) So now starts to kind of bizarrely become obsessed with the house and fall in love with the idea of it because obviously she doesn't really have her own home. She sleeps on her sister's sofa. Yeah. And she kind of falls in love with the idea of that this is her home now. And she starts to get a bit of a thing for the doctor. And then the doctor's wife shows up. <laughs> uh, which he never mentioned he was married to any of them. So his wife shows up and it's a bit fucking awkward. Yeah. And there's the whole thing of um, his wife obviously thinks the whole supernatural thing is a load of bollocks and he's wasting his time. Kind of like that guy making his wine. Yes. In the- <laughs> Put you in a fat of acid, bitch. <laughs> so... She shows up, she's like, oh, like, what, where's the creepy dungeon then and stuff like that? And the doctor says a fucking thing that cracks up. He goes, there's no dungeons here or secret chambers. Nothing that romantic. Like, <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate. What are you into, Doc? Like, yeah, kinky kind of a, fuck. Yeah, a kinky fucker, this Doc. <laughs> the, um, the bit where Eleanor's name is written across the wall as well. Mm-hmm. Like, um, it's a welcome home, Eleanor, or yeah. it says. And uh, Luke and the doctor walk up to it, and they taste taste it. And Luke goes, "It's chalk." And the doctor goes, "Or something like chalk." <laughs> like, just trying to argue. Like, yeah. Just it's just chalk then, yeah. yeah crushed up love hearts. Man. Yeah. What? <laughs> something like chalk. It's cocaine, chalk. isn't it, Luke? <laughs> it's not your only vice, the booze. It's yeah. <laughs> a lot of cocaine. <laughs> Luke is rich, I guess. Yes. Yes. So the wife shows up, and. Mm. Um, she insists on staying in the nursery, the one room that's not Because well, been... Nell tells her to. Yeah. Nell's like, stay in the nursery, you'll probably die, bitch. <laughs> She's like... Fingers crossed. The wife's were like, oh, come on, stick me in the scary room, huh? <laughs> Which one's the scary? Where did the people die? Come on. And Nell's like, no, no, you can just stay in my room. And Nell's like, nah, stay in the nursery. If you're going to die, that's where it'll be. I'll stay in your room, Doctor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So that's when the wife's like, you know what, okay, stick me in the nursery. But then she disappears from the nursery. Dun, dun, dun. And the, the banging ghost uh, turns up again. And then <laughs> they think they chase it around the house and mm. it ends up in the nursery with her and then she's gone. And then we have the, uh, the bang ghost and the pulsating door thing. Mm. And at this point, Nell's really lost it. She's gone full fruit loop. Yeah. And she starts climbing up the rickety spiral staircase. And yeah. actually, that whole scene, I thought, was really tense. Yeah, and I quite like that. The, uh, I don't want to give it away, but see, the, the, the cherry on the top of that scene, with the hatch. Ah, <laughs> that, it didn't make me jump. Like, but it gave me like, whoosh, like <laughs> it's very well done. Yeah, that whole scene. Yeah, the whole build-up to that was... Because they're obviously they're looking for the wife, hmm. and then somebody goes, "But where's Nell?" So then the, it, all sh- it changes. Then they're, yeah, they're suddenly just, they don't care about the wife. The wife. Yeah, they're just trying to find Nell, and then the wife's like, "Bah! <laughs> <laughs> you forgot about me." <laughs> yeah, so it all goes horribly wrong for Nell essentially, mm. and they're like, the doctor's like, "You know what? I think now's the time to maybe call this off." Yeah. <laughs> He just wants to send Nell home. Yeah, that's it. It's time for you to go now, Nell. Bugger yeah. off. That's Annoying it. Prick. And uh, Luke is supposedly going to drive Nell to 
nowhere because yeah. she's hopeless. <laughs> just just get her off the ground. <laughs> just on the other side of the fence yeah. and then just leave her there, come back. Yeah. And uh, do all that Luke's like, he's about to drive her away. He's like, oh, wait a minute. I forgot to get the key for the gate because I'm drunk. <laughs> Hold on a minute, I'll drive you home. <laughs> And as he does that, Nell jumps in the driver's seat and decides to go for a drive herself. The idea is she doesn't want to leave the house. So she's going to drive away. So she's going to drive away from the house. And uh, unfortunately, well, maybe not, she crashes the car and dies. Well, she starts closing her eyes, doesn't she? And she yeah. starts doing, she's going to crash. I mean, she obviously, like she's got yeah. her eyes closed and she's smiling. And then all of a sudden, from the shadows, the wife yeah. <laughs> shows up. <laughs> And Nell crashes into a tree and dies. Yeah. And Lee is finally happy. Oh, I was whooping. <laughs> yes! Go on, the wife. See, it's not just me. Again, <laughs> don't actually see any ghosts. Mm. No ghosts no, to be seen. At all. Um, isn't there a hand? No. No. no you think of the, hairy, the hairy hand from... The hairy hand, yeah. That's yeah, from... That's from House and Hornet. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. We're going to one film. Yeah. <laughs> one long film. No, we don't actually see any ghosts in this. No, um, the wife turns up and goes, oh, I got lost in the house and somehow I ended up in the attic. How fucking lost <laughs> do you have to be? And then I got so lost in the house, attic, I ended up out on the fucking lawn. Yeah, and then, <laughs> now I'm just here. Uh, it's very melodramatic. Mm. This film, it's moody. There is no like comic relief or anything. It's a pretty intense film, really. If you think yeah. about it, it's two hours of just oh, <laughs> <laughs> basically. Um, I do like it though. I think it's pretty good. I think for its time as well. There's some really good moments in it. Like you said, the the spiral staircase bit is really good. That whole sequence, yeah, yeah is. No, really yeah. tense yeah um, and the house is cool I quite like the house the sets like, um, Ettington it. Park Hotel Stratford-upon-Avon is the house mm-hmm. uh, exterior interior yeah. sounds good yeah. 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 yeah but no it's alright now it's I don't know if I mentioned it. <laughs> <laughs> it's annoying it's fucking irritating but yeah I think that's the idea but yeah I think it's uh, I might I can imagine seeing this in the cinema in 63 must have scared a lot of people. Mm. Um, the sound effects in it, if you imagine that on a, on a decent sound system, is <clears throat> pretty jarring. It's very, like, atmospheric. Yeah. And there are some really kind of great camera shots. The camera in it is really fluid, and it moves around a lot for a film from that era. Um, it sort of, like, pans up and down. And then there's a shot where... It's almost like she's on that weird balcony thing, isn't she? Looking yeah. up. And the camera... She's looking up at a window, imagining someone looking down. And obviously the camera's up there. And it just... It zooms I, right I don't know if it zooms. It just seems to yeah. jump straight down into her face, essentially. She was killed in real life because they dropped the camera off. Her. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I look really good. Uh, yeah, uh, so it is set in the America, by the way, but it's, apart from, it's one of those films where all the mm. Americans sound British. <laughs> when they talked really far. But I think really, it's one of those old world things where, like, you couldn't really have, say, like, on the news or on radio or on film and television, you couldn't have, like, strong accents. Mm. Yeah. So, like, news anchors, if you listen to, like, news anchors 
even in this country from like the 80s backwards, they all sound very posh, very enunciated, very Queen's English, because that was kind of like a sign of, you know, everyone has to understand education, it yeah, and education. education yeah. You couldn't have someone like, here's the fucking news then, lads. Because <laughs> it would seem like, you know, who's this peasant telling me about the stock market? Um, and yeah, I guess it harks back to like a time like that where people in like performance-wise, you have to sound a certain way for everyone to get it. Yeah. You couldn't have strong accents. This is why, like we said about uh, the films last time, the Americans almost sound British. Yeah. yeah. This is a weird thing. It just goes <clears> to me <throat> if they do put some effort in. Yeah. <laughs> Before they bastardise our language. Yeah. <laughs> the only one, I think Luke's the only one that sounds really American in this. Yeah. Like everyone else. He sounds like sounds... kind of a, hey, doll. Yeah. <laughs> hey, doll face. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's slightly misogynistic at various points. Mm. That's just the booze talking, man. (laughs) It's not me. (laughs) Yeah, I really like this film. I probably like to watch it again for a while. It's to say, it is quite long. It is long, Um, and like, yeah, there's there's a lot of exposition. I feel doesn't really. No, and you got need to be nails like in a monologue thing is a little. Oh yeah, the the voiceover stuff just is so weird as well. That reminds me of Psycho. I expect the music start playing. Um, Everyone who made this film died. No, well they're probably dead now. Actually, no. um, Luke had a cameo in the Netflix one. Oh, did he? He was nail psychiatrist. Uh, but every, yeah, everyone, all the cast involved and everyone making this film said they loved it. They had a really great experience making it, especially working with Robert Wise. So it was just mm. a lot of fun. Except Julie Harris. Right. Who was really depressed at the time and started freaking out a bit and she got really paranoid and isolated from the rest of the cast and believed the rest of the cast weren't taking the film as yeah, seriously. Which one was Julie Harris? Now. Now. Not surprised. <laughs> I just want to bite down on your pen for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Life imitates art. Yeah, she to believe that the rest of the cast weren't taking the film as seriously as her, and she became really isolated and depressed, and used to like cry on set. So she basically became now. Now, yeah, yeah, for realsies. Uh, <laughs> <God>. Cut. <laughs> I said cut. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Well done, Robert Wise. It's a uh, fun film. It's I wouldn't say it's fun. <laughs> it's not. It's, it's actually it's not fun at all. It's no. really quite jarring and intense. Um, but yeah, I'd say if you like old horror, it's not. I don't. It's not even like sort of. You know, when we talk about like the when we talk about the flyer and House on Haunted Hill. They've all got the kind of like kind of goofiness to them. Yeah, like we're all like ha ha. Like it's all old and. Campy fun. Campy fun. Campy fun. This is, there's nothing campy about this. Mm. It takes itself really seriously. Yeah. But, yeah. Check it out. So. Mm. So. The Haunting of Hill House, aka The Haunting, got a remake. Also in 1999, mm. also called The Haunting. Yes. This remake was going to be called The Haunting of Hill House, but they changed it back to The Haunting because... 
the Haunted and the House on Haunted Hill. They thought Haunted people Hill. would get confused with the House, House on Haunted Hill just coming out the same year. Mm. And people did. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter. They still did. Apparently uh, this isn't an outright remake. Of oh yeah, don't call it a remake, sorry. Because uh, they couldn't get the rights. Yep. This so is this not... is another adaptation adaptation of the book. Yes. Or a reimagining. Mm. Well, yes, not a remake. It is mm. very different. Yes. Yes. So, The Haunting from 1999, directed by Jean de Bont. Mm. He directed Speed. He did. he did. And Speed 2, though, so don't get too excited. And Twister, though. Yeah, he's yes, actually got some good films under his name. Like, yes. Well, you're a big fan of Twister, aren't you? Me? Oh, yeah. I thought you were Yeah, I am, yeah. I like Twister. There was a... The rumour was that Steven Spielberg directed some of this as well, but... He did not. No, he, he did not. Fucking did. Uh, he also took his name off anything to do with it. I think he had a producer, or produced by credit, and he so this was, took his name off it. This is produced... Basically... Steven Spielberg and Stephen King got together yes. and said we should do a haunted house movie. Mm. And rather than come up with anything original, they decided yeah. that imagine a writer not being able to come up with yeah. something original. The haunting could do with a a remake. Eventually, they kind of went their separate ways because Spielberg didn't like King's ideas, except for the only idea he did like was the idea to be based on the Winchester house mm. which is I'm not going to go into now yeah. but Wikipedia people is quite interesting house in California the people that made uh, it came from another world <laughs> yes the Winchester yes, yeah, it's actually well yeah it's funny enough because that all that money that she got to make the house came from Winchester Rifles who mm. made the thing from another world <laughs> it's all linked together <laughs> uh, so yeah so I mean, King left the project um, Spielberg stayed on as executive producer until he saw the film and demanded his name be removed from this from completely. Any of it. So. And Stephen King then retold the story to his. It became Rose Red. red. Yes, it Rose yeah. Red, yeah. It stars Liam Neeson. Take the fucking elephant. <laughs> <laughs> Catherine Zeta Jones. Or Zeta Jones? I don't care. No one cares. No. Owen Wilson. Wow. 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 Uh, Lily Taylor. Boring. Yeah. Bruce Dern. Yeah. Marion Zells. Alex Comanzi. Come on. Sorry. Cormomzi. Coromzi. Coromzi. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Polish. Fine. Todd Field and Virginia Madsen. Mm. Sister of Michael. Yes. Mm. The plot is this. A study in fear escalates into heart-stopping nightmare for a professor in three subjects trapped in a mysterious mansion, which is a spoiler in itself when you start watching the movie, because they believe they're there for a sleep deprivation experiment. Indeedly doodly. Mm. So, we start... (laughs) It starts by introducing Nell, again, Uh who's still a mess. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, but not as annoying in this. I don't know. uh, She's not... Not so much annoying, she's just... Vapid, vacant. Yeah, that's what I mean. Fucking, there's there's she's not a much to her. Fucking drip. Yeah. yeah. She's so pathetic. I'm going to say right now, before we get into this, I think I feel the way about this entire movie that you felt about felt about Nell in the last one. This movie, yeah, it was a hard watch. Yeah. This is also an hour and 50 minutes long, but it feels a lot longer. It does. So we're introducing Nell again. She's still a mess. She's getting kicked out of her house by her sister. Because the mum's dead, 
they've inherited the house, the sister's selling it, yeah. and she's like, I've got nowhere to go. And she's like, well, we need help. Why don't you basically become our fucking servant and look after our, let's be honest, window-looking son here? Oh, um, yeah. The kid yeah. is fucking... <laughs> <laughs> As he smashes up the house. <laughs> Great. What a he's life. He's beating the wall with a crutch or something, isn't he? Yeah, because yeah, yeah, he's mimicking the mum before she died. And he starts going, Eleanor! Eleanor! It's fucking horrendous scene. Like, I would not have let that kid in the film. Like, no. I don't know whose kid that was that was fucking related to Jan de Bond, but there's no reason <laughs> No. It's awful. So, once again, sucks to be now. Mm-hmm. Uh, cut to Dr. Liam Neeson. He's Irish in this handsome one. Handsome Dr. Liam Neeson. Yeah, yes, handsome Dr. Liam Neeson. Uh, he is a scientist. He's not studying ghosts, though, in this no. one. He is studying fear. fear. And he invites a bunch of losers to this big old house... Um, under the guise that they're actually studying insomnia. Yeah. As he says, you don't tell the rats they're in the maze. Mm-hmm. Bastard. <laughs> Just mean. So, we get to Hill House. No, we don't. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. I was getting confused with Pawnee. Yeah, Hill. Now, now he gets there first again, and uh, yeah. Mr. Dudley meets her. Mr. Dudley's a bit nicer in this one. A little bit just, nicer. A little bit, yeah. Is it just because it's Bruce Dern? Yeah. yeah basically. <laughs> he looks like he's chewing on a wasp while he's talking to her, while he's playing with his many, many chains on the gate, though. Yeah. Because chains make he's people not going, feel you safe. fucking people. Yeah. Fuck off. He <laughs> <laughs> should have been. <laughs> so we get to the house. Um... I don't like this house. It's too big. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's yeah, like the, the fucking house is, It's stupid. It's massive. It's, um, I'll tell you the name of it later. I covered it down on the other bit of paper and I can't be asked to turn it over. See, <laughs> um, so yeah, this, this house, is, it's not a house. It's like, it's a, it's a state. Mm. It's like a small castle, essentially. Um, the interiors, I hate. Yeah. I fucking detest the look of this place. It's, Unrealistic. Completely. Yeah. It's like if Absolutely. HR Giga lived in the Victorian era and was mm-hmm. asked to design a house. Like, no. Nobody. I'll answer much... that, but so he designed the house and then Jackson Pollock painted it for him. Like, <laughs> was yeah. that whole that corridor with the, the with the water and the books and like as, as stepping stones? Yeah. yeah. Just for, why? What? what? I've played more believable fucking horror games than that. Like yeah. it's Yeah, it just mm. looks the revolving music box room oh, over the top and just completely <laughs> unnecessary like, I like a creepy looking house but this is just ridiculous yeah <laughs> and it's yeah it's got this weird kind of sheen to it it's oh fuck this place they've got that weird giant statue like it's in the big like square pond of water that and looks the dude, like it's, yeah, it looks yeah. falling Second, in backwards yeah. like, maybe and there's all the fucking bitch slaps Liam Neeson cherub <laughs> <laughs> yeah. heads everywhere so anyway oh the children heads yes mm. uh, so we get there and then we start meeting our cast of losers we've already met now the, the king of the losers <laughs> uh, now we get Theo played by Catherine Zeta-Jones who's instantly unlikable yeah she's awful like yeah. God, shut up, woman. So I'm here, carry my luggage, I'll bang anything. Yeah. <laughs> so Theo and Nell are like, oh, we're best friends. And they go exploring the house, and like you said, they come across the fucking, like, the fun fair room. Oh. The, the, yeah, the revolving music box, the re- mirror room. Yeah. yeah. 
Why is that there? I <laughs> know, <laughs> but it doesn't even look like it serves any kind of function at all. No. Like, not at all. The only thing you'd use it... It's like the... Uh, it's like the murder machine that fucking... Um, <laughs> yeah, why is this here? put in at some point. Script. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's why. Just throw the kids in. The kids will go fucking mental in it. Literally. Literally. Yeah, mm. like the chamber and the fucking... Yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, and then we see more of the house and they go through that corridor which is flooded for no reasons. Reason. Yeah. And the stepping stones are books that for don't no sink. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I get that a book will float, maybe, but if you step on it... it well, then, I mean, Nell has got so little substance, I could believe that she could step on one and it wouldn't necessarily sink. Yeah. But Catherine Zeta-Jones just wouldn't care. Theo's so full of hot air that she's, <laughs> she's dragged down by her own sexuality. But then when they're looking in Nell's room and they're looking at that fireplace and she's looking at the kid children's heads and she's like, oh, they're, they're cute. Or so They are not, not cute. in any way cute whatsoever. There's nothing cute about it. It's terrifying and disgusting and weird. Mm. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's, it's not scary. It's no, not no, cute. It's, not it's just... What? Just, uh, yeah, I don't think people why. Why do they all look really cartoony as well? Because of shit cartoony. CGI. <laughs> yeah. so you can't make it look too good. We've got to animate these fuckers later, yeah. and we haven't got there yet. And uh, then we meet Luke. Wow. Played by Texas finest <laughs> wow. Owen Wilson, who Owen Wilson has been in some great films. Royal mm. Tenenbaums, first thing that springs to mind. Mm. This ain't one of them. Uh-uh. He doesn't even really... like. It feels like he doesn't really want to be in this. Like, mm. at all. It doesn't really put too much effort into it. No, he's just Owen Wilson yeah. Yeah. in the film. Like it's just He gets like the odd joke in when he can. Yeah. Mm. It's like, wow. I already got stitched on the rooms, huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, that bit where he bumps into Liam Neeson when they're walking through and he drags out the hole. Oh, yeah. man, you've got, to, you've got to be careful, man. Like, oh, oh I didn't, yeah, I didn't what see. the fuck like, is that? It goes on for a good two minutes. That's... <laughs> Stop. I'm not sure if that's like down. I think that's down to like bad editing and directing. No, mm. it just like, seems way longer. Like, it was probably and like acting. And... They did it, <laughs> and then the director was like, "Okay, can you do that again? Roll, do again." So they do it again, and then they instead of using one take, they just like took the two takes and spliced them together. Them together. Mm. And so that, that kind of, whoa, man, don't yeah. do that to oh, me. Oh, you jumped out, you can't. Yeah, you can't do that. Way. Four minutes later. <laughs> you can't do that to me, man. <laughs> it's like, what the hell? The next day. Yeah. <laughs> Leave the, I fucking get it. <laughs> Take the fucking elephant. <laughs> so, oh, and then, um, so Liam Neeson shows up to the house. And along with his uh, the lovely assistant Mary and Todd, it's <laughs> 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 like right. So lovely assistant Mary and Todd are so fucking pointless. Yeah, yeah, utterly. Yeah, she, they're there for like they get to. I think they have dinner. Yeah. Then they go into the fucking cigar room for pork and stuff. <laughs> um, and that's it. Lovely assistant Mary is playing the, the harpsichord and the doctor's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Tells her to knock it off. And, but a lovely assistant Mary's got a... She knows something ain't right. She's, she's got a shilling yeah, in this Yeah, one, she's yeah. got a bit of a shilling going on. She's like, I'm, I'm not so sure about this place. Mm. 
and then so I can feel it. In, I can feel it in the walls. Yes. I can feel and it. And then the right here. Yeah. And the house is like, and then shut I, up. And then yeah. I, I can feel it in this and walk so, over to the parts. That's it. So we know that something is definitely haunted in this film called The Haunting. We slowly see the wire uh, being unscrewed from the harpsichord by nothing. No, it's, it's, nothing. Being, it's being tightened so that it falls yeah, yeah, sorry, off, yeah. yeah. And uh, then she touches it and it pings and it slashes her face. And she's like, oh, my lovely assistant face, fuck. <laughs> Fucking hell, I laughed at that. <laughs> that was amazing. It was. And then they're like, oh, shit. Well, okay, gotta get you to the hospital. Todd, mm. drive her to the hospital. Todd looks like a waxwork of a modern day James McAvoy. <laughs> and they leave, and that's it. Yeah, yeah, they're never seen again. I don't think or referenced. Todd, as Todd Field, who played Todd, mm. I don't think he has any lines in this film. Uh, no, no, he doesn't have a single line. Maybe he says hello when he arrives. And that's it. Mm. Literally. Maybe he was getting paid by the word, and they're like, "Oh, you think you are, mate?" But no, fuck it, we just cut your lines. Well, he's out, in Twister as well, isn't he? So maybe yeah. Jan de Bont owed him a favour. You think at some point later on, though, this one is of not them the favour you want. <laughs> if, I bet he got paid though. <laughs> you think one of them would like take the time to be like, "Mary's like, is Mary all right?" Mm. But no, no one cares. They're like, they've gone. No one gives a fuck. Yeah, although he does make a um, a little in his dictaphone, he does make a mention of. Poor Mary lost her fucking eye. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, so then we start to learn a bit of the history of the hoose. Uh, this is where things start to really differ. Yeah. A completely different subplot. Yeah. Hugh Crane was a nonce in this one. And he's Wolverine. Like, if you look at yeah. the picture, yeah. he's fucking Wolverine. Picture! So when they, yeah, when they go into the, the, in the house, there's a big-ass portrait painted of Hugh Crane at the top of the stairs. And it's just like, as if he said to the, right, I'm going to post this painting. You there, painty man, make me look evil. <laughs> make me look as evil and horrible as fucking possible. You got the portrait from Ghostbusters it's too. Cheer the yeah. fuck up, mate. It did remind me actually of it. Uh, yeah, Vigo. Yeah, this is like if you look at the hair of the mutton chops and stuff, it's like literally like Hugh Crane was like, I've got really into this X Men. Yeah. Make me look like that guy. <laughs> also, later on, you see like some photographs, don't you, of Hugh yeah. Crane? And I, I literally burst out laughing. He's just like. No one looks like that. Like, it's got mm. some sort of weird tan going on as well. Like, his yeah, face what is, is like, that weirdly about? brown. Like, yeah, and we don't mean like he's you know, not Caucasian. No, it's just, it's just an odd, weird, shiny brown. Yeah, it's very odd in these like black and white photos. Yeah. <laughs> very bizarre. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, he was stealing kids. And he was stealing kids, them. yep. Mm. And... Oh, fucking God knows why. Which is why all of those weird cherub faces are they, on the fireplace for some reason. They represent yeah. the kids he murdered yeah. in the murder pit. Yeah. The fire pit <laughs> is now a murder pit. Yeah they, yeah, they don't have the vat of acid or anything like that, like the other ones. It's just a fucking furnace with a pit you can then just mm. bones the bones in. in. Yeah. They've been there for like fucking uh, like a hundred years or whatever. Like, the only shit person's shit fucking the police now. Yeah, the, yeah. the police turn up, nobody's murdered here, move on. <laughs> so what, what about that massive flap over yeah. in that abnormally large fucking yeah. fireplace? This is a femur, sir, no, put it back. <laughs> <laughs> the worst letter you've got of all these children that work for you that have disappeared. Mm. 
Uh, <laughs> again, again, child fucking labour? <laughs> well, that was allowed then. But no one was making their shoes. Yeah, but murder wasn't. <laughs> but you've hired 118 children and produced zero shoes. <laughs> Trying to start the world's first mobile phone factory. Yeah. So in this, we do see some ghosts with some terrible CGI. Well, yeah, it's bad CGI. It's really it's bad. fucking awful. Uh, there's a bit where Nell is in bed and the ghost is her. Uh, the pillow next to her essentially turns into Ugh. a ghosty face. I am convinced by the way Nell in this is fucking... Yeah. I'm convinced she's bipolar in this. But Nell rolls over, sees the ghosty face in the pillow. Which is like and Casper just, the friendly ghost. Yeah. Doesn't react yeah. at all. No. It's like... No. Um, uh, uh, do I have lines? <laughs> Line. <laughs> Line. <laughs> I didn't write one. <laughs> and the, go- like the, the voices on the ghost, I don't know if it, <coughs> maybe it was just fine, but I, can't, I couldn't hear a single fucking thing any of the ghosts say no. because they've got that weird reverb sort of thing on it. And it's like just yeah, it sounds like wailing words, kind of noise, child yeah. noises. Mm. She's like, what? What are you trying to tell me? It's like, that, yeah. <laughs> no yeah. one knows. And also you've got like, the uh, the the cherub hat like heads the children head things mm. they change expression when they see a ghost and it's just like comically like oh no <laughs> oh god so yeah in this it's totally different Hugh Crane was a a, a child murdering possibly nonce kind of thing and the house is haunted by all the ch- uh, the dead children mm. cartoon ghosts yeah yeah. And they're trapped there because the ghost of Hugh Crane is also there, and he's like still tormenting them. Yeah, as ghosts after death. After death, that's a dedication in the house, right there. So I will not give up my nonsing, yeah. <laughs> even when I am dead. Yes, and we also have the whole thing of like a lot of it's only really Nell that is getting the shits over it. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and it, what is it? They... Nell's related somehow. Oh, yeah. so she's <coughs> great great grandmother of the second wife. The second that wife, was, yeah. or some the shit. Secret, that secret weird, second wife. Yeah, yeah there's a weird scene in the revolving music box room where she looks in the mirror. She's and pregnant. She gets pregnant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but what the fuck? And yeah, she's seeing someone else's face, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So I only watched this today and I've already almost fucking forgotten it. Yeah, it's, I'm I'm it's easy to block this out. What's that fucking weird thing with her hair? Oh, the, where she's oh, brushing her hair, hair and then it starts like opens up for some reason. The ghost, the ghost ghost trying to plait yeah, her yeah, hair. The, for, there's yeah, there's a kid ghost that's trying to do her hair like the second wife. Mm. Right. I didn't know. Look, I couldn't figure out whether it was blowing in her ear or just <laughs> fucking. Like it's it was, yeah, it looked fucking bizarre. So we get so we get ghosts in bad CGI form. Um, yeah. Also. There's <laughs> a bit where the door punches her. That, oh my gosh, yes. That a fist I love comes that. through, oh, kind of like Sandman, <clears> uh, <throat> what's it, Spider-Man 3. Through, yeah. Yeah, the, punches the, her in the mush. The door, <laughs> the door turns into a fist and it's like, fuck off. You know what it really reminded me of? The skitting jackass where they were walking down the corridor and the big hand comes <laughs> yeah. and slaps him. Like, so, Hi there, I'm Johnny Knoxville. Welcome Bang. to the haunting. <laughs> yeah. He's like something out of Hugh Frame Roger Rabbit. Yeah. And, um, oh, no, don't sully that film by mentioning it next to this. <laughs> <laughs> now that film's a classic. Oh, that's amazing. This is yeah. not. This is any, whatever the opposite of a classic is. The ghost of Hugh Crane eventually manifests itself as black mould again. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, just a yeah, black yeah. black mold. There's that large again. Thing. There's that bit where the house, her room, her bedroom wall turns into his face. Yeah, the two arches. Yeah, the grow. two. Yeah. yeah, and then it develops those two little windows that suddenly become scowling eyes that yeah. change shape. But I was just, I was, I nearly fucking turned it off. But I'm not. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was like I, I yeah, I, I I remember watching this when it first came out. Um, and I remember hating it then. Oh, it's been so long again, since I've seen it, like, and I was watching you it. I was like, Could it be that bad? And then I put it. I was like, This is yeah, this is fucking bad. It mm. is fucking awful. So when they're all trying to like, oh fuck, we got to get out of it, and Nell obviously like said decides the best place to go, the funhouse room. <laughs> yeah, everyone loves the funhouse. Yeah, the trippy, spinning, weird musical box filled with mirrors room. Let's go there. Oh, it's not working. Let's go through the, uh, you know, the the flooded fucking alleyway with floaty books in it again mm. also their version of the the staircase scene yawn makes no fucking sense as well mm. because the only reference to that woman hanging herself is like when Nell looks up and sees a woman hanging herself mm. but they don't really mention that that's where she hung herself like mm. apparently there was a scene they do in a deleted scene yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was a scene cut out and they talked about it so you just she sees this woman hanging for no reason and then eventually she climbs up this thing. there's no reason why she should be there at all other than to be fucking annoying yeah like and then Liam Neeson has to climb up to get like why they're, they're just hanging in there as well these two yeah. spirals there they're not really attached to anything they're literally attached to some wires and they don't go anywhere either no they no. don't it's like just like some walkway up at the top of this yeah, giant they're in the middle of a greenhouse or whatever it's this thing of like trying to build like suspense with like a bit of action and it just doesn't it's just a big load of fucking nothingness especially when you compare it how great that fucking scene mm. is in the original Boom. I was terrified to be fair I was terrified this film is never going to end <laughs> yeah it does <laughs> apparently feel. Liam Neeson was terrified because he doesn't like heights uh. and apparently so the, uh, well, even the... he doesn't look scared in it and he's genuinely afraid <laughs> that's how bad this film is sucked his actual fear out of him and then he gets punched by the big statue well, in the it, fucking... It, it tries to drown him, doesn't drown it? Yeah. Yeah. That's it, yeah. Coughs up blood all over him. And he just gets out, looks at it and goes, Ah, but Jesus, and walks off. Comes <laughs> in a fucking experiment. <laughs> so they all decide that, like, let's go. Let's get the hmm. fuck out of here. But the gates are locked. Shit. Which they already fucking knew. Yeah, oh, and also in the stair... Um, spiral staircase scene he dropped his phone was smashed so no mobiles yes no. Oh, right, right. the only phone out of five people yep. smashes to both of them yeah because the bohemian phone, yeah. rich New Yorker artist Theo doesn't own a mobile no. in 1999 whatever so they all decide to leave and probably my favourite bit of the fucking film they're outside the gates are locked and Owen Wilson is like fuck this Nell I need to borrow your car yeah <laughs> So he decides to ram the gates in Nell's car, right? There's, gremlin. there's three cars there. Mm. I'm not sure what model or make the doctor's driving, but it looks like a pretty sturdy, you know, <laughs> station saloon kind of thing. No, he picks Nell's 1974 AMC Gremlin mm. to ram iron gates with. I need the oldest, slowest, <laughs> weakest car with no fucking airbags to do this it takes him nine days to drive <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the game. unsurprisingly it doesn't work yeah. that was the car she got gifted at the beginning as well so now she yep. literally has nothing <laughs> yes and yeah, that weird thing that bit of the gate falls down and traps him in the car yeah mm. and he's like oh, oh wow <laughs> <laughs> oh wow 
I tried to keep a count of how many times he said. He does say it's like we're not just. I know it's kind of a joke thing, like ha ha. He says wow a lot. He actually does say wow a lot in this film. So that doesn't work. So Luke goes back inside and gets decapitated. He gets magic carpeted yeah. into the fireplace yep. and then gets his head fucking bitten off. Like a well, giant knocked off fucking a swinging chimney flume. Yeah. It's a, chin, a big old chimney flume in the head, uh, like shape a of a lion's head that comes down and takes his head off. Even though, what, an hour before, mm-hmm. the same thing nearly happened. So he knows it's there. Then, yeah. He knows it's going to come down. But it's still like... <gasps> Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, he has just been flung in there by the, the weird. Don't you fucking make excuses for him. Wow. <laughs> so, he's dead. Yes. And then the, the black mold appears in the main room. And the huffs a lot. Yeah. Mm. And Nell's all like, ah. Oh, no, bugger off, I'm going to not have this. I'm saving these kids, you giant piece of black mould. No. Tell you what... I'm adopted. Wait, wrong movie. No. <laughs> and then, basically, the ghost of Ukraine is taken out by a door. Yeah. Well, uh, she has to announce, she goes, like, I won't let you do it, Grandpa, or something, and then the door comes to life and gets him. Yeah. So... Those things must be connected. She has to announce that she's related to him and then the door will come to life and get him and take him to purgatory. Yeah. Obviously. No, it's just the whole thing is that everything... They're saying that all the kids in there, they're not in heaven or hell, they're all trapped in purgatory because apparently if you molest kids, that's where they go or something. I don't yeah. fucking know. But... And then Nell dies for no reason. Yeah. I was fine with that. Nothing happens Until to her. Oh, no, no, she just she's saying that it shouldn't have happened. Yeah. But then she comes back. nothing happens to her and she dies. And then she comes back to haunting the annoying. Yeah, then she floats up with the, the ghosts, the annoying ghosts, children ghosts. Yeah. yeah. It's, and the, the whole, so the door is like a sculptured door and it depicts heaven, hell and purgatory. Yeah. And mm. somehow this door, just with that on it, Yep. It's no like kind of background to this door or like any kind of religious artifact. It's just a door. No. It might as well you might as well draw fucking draw that on a piece of paper and be like, here, <laughs> get in the paper. Uh, that then takes him to hell mm. for reasons. Mm. And her I mean, that door's hell. been there the whole film. Yeah. Mm, it's like well. the first thing they point out. Yeah. Look at this door, and they go for about it's been about five minutes explaining this is purgatory. Look mm. at that. That's hell. That's heaven. And this is that. Also, never actually say what's on the other side of the door. They never actually... They never... They close it, but they never actually open up and have a look at what the fuck's on the other side. Just assumed it was a hallway. I enjoyed the fisting door way more. The fisting door. (laughs) The fisting door. Pow! (laughs) see the fisting door, Grandma. (laughs) Why, Grandma? (laughs) Why not? So, yeah, basically... Lovely assistant Mary nearly loses an eye. Yeah. <laughs> Todd. It's the saddest part. Is just there. Nothing. But did he ever show up? Yeah. Luke is decapitated. Wicked. Nell is dead for reasons. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think it's just like, I've got no home and my car's been destroyed? I'm just going to die. Yeah. <laughs> I give up. I give up. I'm done. But- as most of the audience had done. Yeah. <laughs> sure. uh, and then it's morning. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Theo and the doc 
they decide to leave, but still locked in. This is when Bruce Dern comes to unlock the gate, because it's morning now. There's Mr. Dudley, and they're there obviously looking a bit, shall we say, rattled mm. after their experiences, and Mr. Dudley's just like, so, did you find what you were looking for? It's like, please, two people are dead. Call the <laughs> fucking police. We're not in the mood for your sarky comments right now, Mr. Dudley. And then his wife's just like, stupid people. <laughs> yeah. like, you, you fucking idiot. It's like, two people are dead. Dicks. Yeah, we told you. Oh, the house is uh, Harlaxton Manor. It's in Lincolnshire. Mm. Oh, yeah, I read something. It's used by foreign students or something. It's actually owned by an American university. That's it. Yes. So, (sighs) this film's fucking ridiculous. It's so bad. And at points, straight up just laughable. Yeah. (laughs) And it has no atmosphere. No. Like, whatsoever. nothing redeeming. It's... When they're dancing around, when the two girls like, get together at the beginning, they're dancing around the place and they're running, doing their little running about the ridiculousness that is the fucking layout of this place. It honestly made me feel it was like two grown-ups running around Harry Potter world or something. <laughs> it's like, no, look, this one spins. Yeah, that whole place book. is like yeah. some sort of bizarre Disney world attraction. Yeah. Like, it's just doesn't the, the house isn't believable at all. Yeah, it doesn't like, no, have the decency to like, be broken no. and dangerous either. Like The sets... Because the interiors were sets, mm-hmm. some of the largest ever built. They're built inside a hangar that once housed a spruce goose. Mm-hmm. Cost yeah. twenty million bucks. Oh, that was money well just spend, just on the it? sets. Jesus. Oh, that's why they couldn't afford any writers. <laughs> <laughs> or just I don't know. Touch it. I don't know. I'm. I mean, you can see why fucking Spielberg was like, no, take my name off it. Didn't do this. Yeah. I had nothing to do with this. But surely he must have had a fucking clue while it was being made. No, because we figured this out like in I think our very first episode when mm. we realised that Michael Bay walked out of the premiere of Friday oh, the course, 13th. Yeah. Which he produced. Ooh. It's mm. like what you what was it? He thought it was too too much sex. Too too much sex and too something else. Like so you produced this film. Thought film was over the top. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, hmm. Sorry, you produced this film, but you had no clue about anything that was going on or what it was going to be like. You just put mm. money in it and then it showed up and we're like, oh. <laughs> yeah. mm. uh, also, for a little tidbit, Wes Craven was at one point going to be remaking this. I'd rather have seen that version. Absolutely. He did Scream instead, so mm. not complaining. It's not like we lost then because, mm. you know, Scream. Overall, House on Haunted Hill. 59. Really liked it. Good. Yeah. Remake. Only Lee liked it. Only Lee liked it. The Haunting. Good, but a bit of a slog. Yeah. But good. The Haunting 99. Get in the fucking bin. Bad. Bad, 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 bad. You don't deserve a bin. Get in your own fire pit. I suppose we might as well talk about the Netflix one. Mm. The Haunting of Hill House, which came out a couple of years ago. Yeah, it's 2018. It's right? 10 part, one hour jobby TV show. It's loosely based on the book. So yeah. they've taken, <clears throat> they've made it more like a fam. The, the central characters are now a family. Mm. Yeah. Um, so you've got Nell, Theo, their sisters, Luke is the brothers, a couple of other Yeah, they've ta- yeah, taken the, the main characters and yeah, put them all as one. Put them all as one family, and they're not. Um, yeah, they're not people. Oh, we're just visiting this house. They're they're flipping it. Yeah, because that's the popular thing to do. 
And uh, I thought it was fucking brilliant. I loved it. It's really it. good. I only finished it like not even a week ago. Oh, yeah. um, I really, very really well enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I actually one of the, actually scared me at points. Yeah, and like obviously not not a lot does these days. No. The scared this. Um, yeah, the, the scares were done well, and it, I watched it, it twice. Like, is it only like two jump scares in the whole thing as well? Well, it depends. You see, this is why I think it's, it's quite right at the beginning, isn't it? When he sees, has the vision of Nell. Mm. Yeah, it's quite. If you, it's one of those things where, like, yes, there are a couple of like really big standout, obvious jump scares, mm. but it's one of those things where if you actually pay attention to it, which obviously a lot of people struggle with these days because you have phones and mm. stuff going off, and they're like, oh. I'm just, and you can watch everything at home. I'm just going to make a cup of tea. But look, yeah, yeah. if you actually sit and watch it, pay attention, there's shit loads more going on yeah. that in will the scare the crap out of you I, in the I background. Watched, um, and have a little stuff. Yeah, so I watched it twice. I literally watched it all the way through, and then I watched it again almost straight after, um, just just to look for mm. everything mm. in the background. You can find stuff. videos on YouTube. Yeah, like screen some bits creepy as fuck. Yes, yeah, so that's what you shouldn't do. Mm. Mm. Oh, I know you shouldn't. But, but if I say, gonna... yeah, you can go and, like, obviously in this day and age, you can just, oh, just tell me where the scary mm. bits are. But if you actually, yeah, pay attention and watch it, mm. it's something even more enjoyable to be found. So I think it's fucking brilliant. It's so well made. The floating dude um, with the cane and the hat. See, that, man, oh, that yeah. one didn't bother me that much. I, I just thought he was really cool. <clears throat> it was it, cool, I, yeah. I thought he was creepy. Well, their, um, their, their version of the spiral staircase bit as well is practically, it looks identical to the one from the first film. Yes. Like, um, yeah. So when, yeah when, and they have the whole, the red room, which is... Yeah, the nursery essentially Nell dancing mm. around and stuff. Yeah. And Nell's a lot less annoying in that version. Yes, definitely. Yes, but also just the saddest character. I don't mean mm. like sad as in she's pathetic. I mean just the saddest yeah. fucking story mm. is her story throughout the whole thing. Yeah. yeah, that whole twist with that was brilliant. Mm. Yeah, that was really Very brilliant. Good. Yeah, I thought it was really well done and yeah, well done. And then we had um, Bly Manor. Yeah, which I basically <laughs> heard you two talk about it for five minutes, and I was like, "Oh, wait till I'm bored." <coughs> it's yeah, it's um, it's uh, after Hill House, I was expecting great things. Mm. See, yeah, Hill House just, is, I think, is fucking masterpiece, shit, and it yeah. got me like really excited about what was going to happen. Not just like that, but like what Mike Flanagan was going to do next, and other mm. people would be inspired to do shit. Yeah, and then we have the Haunting of Blind Manor. No spoilers because it's just come out, which is a new, you know, haunted house kind of uh, series on Netflix. Uh, this is based on the Turning of the Screw, which I haven't read, mm. but it's the same, uh, not entirely the same cast, but a few like principal, uh, yeah. like Henry Thomas, Victoria, whatever. Her name Most is. of whom are American doing British accents, and it just doesn't come across very well it's jarringly bad yeah the, there's a couple of so there's an English half sort of English half American mm. so what's the name uh, Carly uh, sorry Carla Guginio who does she is the essentially Carla narrator Guginio? yeah yeah who she played the mum in Hill House yeah she is the narrator of yes. this that show the same one he's in um, Gerald's Game yeah it? yes doing a really awful Yorkshire accent yes Aww. and she's Terrible. yeah I would say uh, Oliver Jackson Cohen's Scottish accent isn't too bad 
it dips. Yeah, but as a whole, it's not too bad. Henry uh, Thomas Henry is basically Thomas. just doing a cross between Prince Philip and James Mason. <laughs> <laughs> it really, really is. Like, That's exactly what it is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's just like, just generic, yeah. harsh Englishman. Oh, well there. What a he, he's doing name. the accent that uh, every American thinks that, we, that, that thinks that we all sound like. But the thing is, especially when you've got... Uh, there's a couple of scenes where his character is alongside his brother, played mm-hmm. by Garth Marenghi. Yes. Who is English. Yeah. Mm. And he's just talking regular. <clears throat> and supposedly Garth Marenghi is his older brother. But yeah, apparently. Yeah, and so they're speaking. He's just speaking like we speak now. And he's sort of say, okay, you smirking piece of shit and all this. And he's like, oh, well, brother. It's like, why is this brother so much posher yes. sounding than he is <laughs> like they grew up in the same house they're about yeah. the same age but he talks like this like, and his brother's like you're a fucking t- it's just like uh, yeah it is um, yeah it is some of the accents are jarring then the children are so unbelievably fucking annoying yeah like I was somebody was watching it was like I'd, when they were doing the tour of the house perfectly splendid so I'd kick him down the stairs yeah. at that point again it would be the shortest fucking film ever if I was in there the both those kids would have died in the first 20 minutes it's also I don't know I don't know what happened the biggest um, the, I don't know, the biggest issue of the whole thing is it's not scary no not at all not there's Absolutely. not one bit of it and, that, and then the backstory as well with like of the house and is not interesting and the, and the makeup on the ghosts I've seen shots of that we, oh, it's just lazy it's so lazy they just don't give them a face no that's what the niche and it's explained away by like oh when you forget about people like if, if their ghosts are haunting and if you start to forget about them then their, their features why yeah that doesn't make any sense it's at, at it's, times it's really just boring like there's yeah. a like I mean I don't mean like boring in parts there's like at least two episodes that I just straight up thought from start to end were totally boring yeah um and it is there's there's some great IMDB user reviews for this uh which is haunting of boring manner uh perfectly shit (laughs) Uh, but one of the ones that stuck me most was said this is great if you're not British yeah I think from what I've kind of seen, like Instagram stuff as well, generally it is like British people that have a real issue with this, and it's not just some of the dodgy accents. It's the whole kind of portrayal of this is what English people are like, and this is what English children are like. Like mm. this isn't Mary Poppins. It's set in the nineteen eighties. It might as well be set in the fucking eighteen eighties. Yeah, like it's just this really bizarre, stiff kind of. Perfectly splendid. Let's have a cup of tea. Mm. And everybody... It's not just her that's like that. Even, like, the, the housekeepers, kind of... They're all very prim yeah. and proper and rich. And it's all really... Yeah, it's basically... I think it's what um, an American thinks that yeah. British children are that, like. That's the impression I got. This was, it was by people that d- didn't really know any English people. Yeah, basically. Right. So, yeah, everything was just... Forced, like, and uh, yeah, it just doesn't work at all. No, um, yeah, it's, it's really disappointing. Bad. Very disappointing. Yeah, but I mean, I've seen a few adaptations of that particular story, The Turning of the Screw, and most of them are pretty fucking shit. I've actually never seen 
There's one called mm. The Innocents, which I've never seen, but apparently that's really good. And that's oh, a, like an older okay. one. Okay, yeah, that that's, a bell. that's a version of this yeah. thing. But there's one came out recently with the kid from uh, Stranger Things. Finn Wolfhard. Yes. That's a fucking bag of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that has like a 3.5 on IMDb. Oh my God. It's got a bizarre ending that makes no sense. The film literally ends and I must have sat there for a good minute like, what? <laughs> that's See, that's annoying because it has Mackenzie Davis in it and I'm a uh, big fan of her. Bad. Uh, well, there we go. We've talked a couple of good films, one good TV show, one guilty pleasure, and throwing it out there. Two, <laughs> two shit films, and one pretty Fine. disappointing TV show. <laughs> that was, I guess, kind of our Halloween episode, sort of, but not really. We're just not really doing one. So, have a good Halloween. I don't know what I'll be doing. Oh, yeah, I do. You guys will be working, probably. I'm working. Only till 10. Yeah. Cool. Okay, we're going to go. Do the thing. Like. Share. Subscribe. Rate. Review. review. Tell your friends. Follow on Instagram. It's fun. Mm. (laughs) Do the Twitters. Do the Twitters. Do the twist. Do the mashed potato. Thank you very much. (laughs) 